0: someone we've been wanting to get on here for a long 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 time uh he's got some of the best uh realist hunting videos i've ever seen um and it's just somebody we really respect and i just think we can learn a whole lot from we we've got, we got uh, mr tanner Edenfield with us today dude tanner thank you so much for being here today dude i'm really excited we're obviously stoked to have you dude thank you for having me yeah stoked to be here he's <laughs> awesome well um Man, uh I guess we'll get right into it. Like how like when you what what gave you the idea to start your channel and start, you know, the whole venture with YouTube? I mean, were you just like I'm just going to self film these hunts and just see what happens and see what but ha- people like it or they don't?
1: Yes, uh, I've been self filming since I was probably 12 or 13 years old. Um growing up, my dad and his buddy Curtis Kitchens were real into filming. Uh Dennis Lewis had a TV show called Southern Woods and Water and Curtis and my dad would film for them some and so I always kind of had an interest in it and then I quit for a few years as a teenager and um I think a few years went by and I mean I was stayed kind of interested in it and then one year I killed a couple bucks that were just like were would have been easy to film you know just right there 20 yards had all the time in the world and I thought man if I'd have been filming, I'd have both those on video. And then so the next year I, you know, I was like, yeah, I gotta get back into that. So <clears throat> then sure enough, like the that first year, I think one of the maybe the first hunt of the year, I killed a doe on film. And then like a couple weeks later, I killed the biggest deer of my life on film and
0: that uh, was a great episode, by the way. Like, that's the one you're like, oh, God, I've worked hard for this. Like, I mean, yeah. you know, I, I mean, there's people, obviously, you know, I mean, there's haters on YouTube and any platform of all. I mean, God knows what people say about, you know, our show, but, you know, um, I mean, it's like you could tell, like, you could just see it in your face. I mean, I don't know. You Know, uh, Kelby, who <laughs> Kelby said, Yeah, yeah, you have snot bubbles and everything. I mean, it was just like the whole night, you
1: know, yeah.
0: So he's like, Yeah, don't talk about snot bubbles, please. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see any snot bubbles, but yeah, you know, they may have, there might have been some. <laughs> we, we brought you out here to just to just to run you into the ground. I mean, yeah. that's the whole purpose. I mean, called you all the way. Millersville to put, run them in the ground on a podcast but uh god i mean and if no, nope, if you guys haven't seen the way tanner <laughs> goes after these deer i mean it's not it's not just like somebody who sets up on a giant it's pretty much guaranteed that they're gonna kill one and it's you know i mean you got i mean obviously seek one the gold standard of all you know bow hunting filming i mean they, those guys just kind of don't even look like they break a sweat. They go in there, they hang on a lock-on, which is exhausting, you know, <laughs> like in in itself. I mean, and, I mean, Tanner does not, you know, change clothes or something afterwards. I mean, you could see the dude's covered in sweat, and just, you could tell that Joker worked and did that all by himself. So, um, man, yeah, that's, you could just, you could see all that, plus all the other things that go into chasing down a good buck and, and then finally taking them. But, uh, dude, so, I mean, you, you get the videos going, everything's kind of you know i mean when does it kind of start to take off for you like when you started when you started getting a start seeing hey the subscriber list has kind of gone up you know?
1: um yeah i mean i'd say as far as subscribers it's been pretty steady but really that first video i don't know if you've ever seen like where they it's almost like a meme where they take celine Dion and put it over stuff so <laughs> i told my buddy jordan barnes to to put that music to my video, but I, I didn't want it to be like it was me putting it out. So I told him to do it. And that went, I mean, I think that's got several hundred thousand views. And that was kind of, that first year was kind of where it really took off. And then My Heart Will Go On was your, yeah, yeah. Was your moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then it's awesome. From that video, uh, a TV show called Destination Whitetail reached out and wanted to uh, use that hunt
0: on there. And so that, oh, so Destination Whitetail actually reached out. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Cool. Was, have, you, have you done anything else with them since then? Or? Um,
1: yeah, I've done... I had a couple other episodes with them. I think one from Ohio and one from a buck I killed, maybe like that next year. And then that show got canceled. And then I did a few episodes with Deer Tech TV, which was That's owned awesome. by the same company. That's crazy,
0: man. So yeah. so you've been getting some... Uh, so you've actually been getting hit up by some of the these bigger uh, production companies and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. Heck yeah. Well, um, you know, man. I, I mean, you're not much. You know, you're not much younger than I am. I mean, I at least I like. I like to think I'm not that old. You're old. I'm, don't even don't try that. How here. old are you? <laughs> I'm 37. I'm not uh, that old. I'm uh, not ancient. I, I thought you were 52. I'm still. <laughs> I'm just, only
1: 25.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so First I mean I'm older so you're me.
1: ancient, bro. Yeah,
0: I am. I guess I am. This is, I forgot this is uh, like I guess the media game is still a young man's game, but you know, I guess I'm like the Uncle Rico now. I'm still, I'm Uncle <laughs> Rico. Gray hairs. Yeah, dude. I, I I'm, honestly I'll take gray hair over bald all day long. Um man, you know, but uh, I know well I know for a fact you probably grew up just like anybody else. I mean, I think watching um i mean i i guess can you are you you guys young enough to remember tv shows on on, that hunting tv shows like on the sportsman's network and stuff like that gotcha i've seen tv before yeah we had (laughs) not a brag or anything (laughs) come on i grew up with two brothers so yeah i got you dude you're good i'm Uh, bulletproof no, you're good. I um, Sorry. no, but I, I I guess what I was getting at, I mean, I grew up watching, you know, like Real Tree Outdoors, uh, Jackie Bushman, you know, doing doing Buck I mean, and I I guess I was I was so I was always just so enthralled, just like engaged with that. I mean, it was Sunday night, I mean, it was like you could watch Orlando, uh, like fishing with Orlando Wilson, and then Bill Dance, and then you had you know Jackie Bushman doing Buckmasters or maybe it's the other way around with the Bill Jordan's Real Tree, and then. It was just like, that was just like for me growing up. I was like, dude, that, man, if I could just do that for a living, that would be so amazing. And then your adventure through this whole thing, like, I mean, do you feel like if if a kid like that, they're sitting back going, man, I just would, I'd love to be like a, 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 you know, a hunting personality or something. I mean, do you feel like that's attainable now as a, I mean, just based on your experience with it.
1: It's for sure attainable. Um, I mean, the thing is, if you just, if your if your goal is to to be a hunting personality or something like that, it'll probably never happen. But right. I mean, like, so me, my goal is to kill big deer. Mm-hmm. I mean, so like, I've never I've never made a profit off of the YouTube or anything because, like, if I make more, I'm just gonna go lease some more land or <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: Oh, absolutely, dude, absolutely. Like,
1: I- if if I was making more on YouTube than I was. My full-time job, I still don't know that I'd turn a profit because I would just find better places to hunt and, you know, just kind of put it back into it. Like that's just
2: double income
0: without having to get married. Absolutely, yeah. dude. Absolutely. Well, we'll, oh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that part, too. <laughs> we're, we're here to give him complete hard time. But no, um, no, I, dude, I agree, man. I mean, it's like if somebody if I were to scratch off a million, a couple million dollars, I don't know how far it really would go. I mean, because I would go buy, I'd probably go buy some land and then I'd lease a ton of other places in and out of state and I'd and then food plots. I mean, it's just you know uh, you're right. I mean, but I and I think what uh, the most important thing you said about all that for a guy that or a uh, or a kid even that wants to get into that. I mean, Tanner's goal is not to be a famous dude. Tanner's goal is to kill big deer. You just happen to film it, and you know right. they care about how it looks. You know, so uh, you know I think I think this kind of like what are and honestly, man, I think that really that's I think that's such a great turn in that whole world. Like I mean, because if you think about it. You know, like you said, if your goal is to be a famous person, I mean, what are you really doing it for anyway? You know, right. I mean, it's kind of like, I mean, <sighs>
2: it takes all the enjoyment. I out mean, of
0: the it. thing is, like, so,
1: I mean, like for me, there was years like before I started filming. I mean, I'm hunting just about every single day of the year, and I've since I was a teenager, I've built my life in a way that let me do that. So, like for instance, one year. I hunted like 90 days and didn't kill a buck and you know finally did like the last week of season or whatever but if you just want to be famous you're not gonna you know what I mean like you're not gonna sit out there in the rain and the freezing cold for all that time for to shoot a deer like just you know like if the deer isn't your primary goal, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, I, I agree, man. I think it's just all about what your real passion is. That's awesome. That's killer. So, dude, um, you get yourself on some gigantic deer. What do you think? Like, I, I guess is uh, when it comes to like you know the how you set up on it. I mean, I mean anything. I mean, what what do you think your main I guess your main uh, thing that works, I guess, in your favor. I mean, I know you've got a couple of leases, like a couple of just random places that you go to. Mm-hmm. But uh, what what uh, what do you think is like the most? Uh, how are you how are you finding these big deer? I guess is what I'm getting at. I mean, it's
1: really just about having the right property. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I've probably got just in Middle of Georgia, I've probably got permission on 50 different places. 50 different places, probably. I mean, I've wow. got. I I can't go to them all every year. Put it that way, right. like. I've got some that I may go years without like, Oh yeah, I got permission over there and go put a camera. But, um, yeah. So like through the painting business, I meet people all the time Yeah. that, you know, and it only takes a couple acres in the right place. And then for a while there, I was sending out a bunch of letters here around Georgia.
0: Right. How did that, how did that go?
1: Pretty good. So, I mean, you're like, if I'm out knocking on doors, and they don't already hunt, I'll probably get a third to half of them. And then letters, you're looking at 1% to 2%. But you can send. I can send out 100 letters and, you know, you can sit down and print out letters and, you know, you can probably change the address, change the name or whatever. You can probably do 50 to 75 an hour. Wow. Versus knocking weird. on doors, I may go to a house four or five times before I can even catch them there. Right. So as far as... It's kind of a toss up. I mean, if I really, really wanted a certain property, I'm going to go knock on their door. But if I'm just trying to find somewhere to, somewhere to hunt and don't really know that it's a you know a prime destination, just
0: kind of yeah randomly trying to find somewhere, I usually go with letters. Dang, that's crazy, man. So like, you know, I think you know we're we're so I, I don't know. I, at least I am. I'm extremely impressed with those guys. You know, the seek one guys and seeing them knock on doors and I'm like just. I don't know how they do it. You know, I mean, I mean, I've, I think I've done, I think I've knocked on maybe three doors in my entire life and only one ever materialized into me getting permission. And the rest of them, I mean, like either like, nope, nope. I yeah, mean, but if you did three, I mean, I mean, it was a pretty get, good yeah, ratio. One out of three, That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. You know? that, that's what I hear. Like you'll do a hundred and you'll have 30 places to hunt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I wish I, 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 I don't know if the the ratio is really that going to be that great for me if I do, but you know, your daytime job is if you have a painting business right? and and that's kind of think that's sort of what's allowed you to, to do what you do. I mean, for those of y'all who don't know, Tanner owns his own painting business. He's got a couple of guys that, you know, work really good, you know, work real hard and, make it to where he can, you know, cut out during deer season and pretty much be a full-time deer hunter almost. And just, uh, and through that dude, through you just going out quoting jobs and doing stuff like that, you've been able to kind of connect on some killer property.
1: Right. Yeah. Um, excuse me. Sorry about you're good. that. No, you're good. But yeah, I mean, you know, the, we get, I mean, i probably get five calls a day of people wanting quotes so you meet a lot of people and then every time every most of the time if I pull up to a quote I'll pull them up on onyx Mm -hmm. before I walk in and see if they have any land or anything and that kind of because I mean if I know they've got some land especially if it's around like an area I've been trying to target like I know there's a park there or I know there's something there that the deer that allows deer to grow up Mm -hmm. a lot of times I'll make some you know make some kind of deal with them like give them a good deal on a paint job and you know for hunting permission or whatever.
0: Yeah. Dude, I've been trying to get my dad does carpet. I've been trying for years. Like, look, why don't you just ask them? Does anybody hunt back there? <laughs> yeah. I mean, with a bow. <laughs> I, mean and I, I get all asked, I can do is say no. Right, right. I, I, I get asked all the time by friends that, you know, that are in hunting clubs or in that kind of situation. It's like, dude, how did you find, you know, I've got three leases that I have, and I think permission to hunt two or, two other different places. And, you know, I mean, it's nowhere near fifty. <laughs> but, I mean, I say fifty. It can be. It can be more
1: or less. Honestly, yeah. I, I haven't listed them all out. But right,
0: right, dude. But I mean, I, I think that's such an important thing, though. I mean, pretty much what Tanner just told everybody here is like that's how you get hunting property. If you don't ask, you're. I mean, what are they going to say? No, you can't ever hunt it. Okay, big deal. You know, either that person's going to sell that property one day. <laughs> you might have another shot at it, or you know. Like I said, there's um, tons of other places you can go, especially, you know, I think it's so important. I mean, I, I grew up being a rifle hunter, um, and I know you do. You'll hunt with a rifle every so often, but you're, you know, pretty much well, – are you, are you like – would you say you're 95% archery? I didn't hunt with a gun this year. Oh, really? So, so. I don't know.
1: I mean, it's not that I wouldn't, though. Like, if, yeah. a, if a big enough buck came along that I didn't think – you know, I thought it would be really hard to kill with a bow. I have I have nothing wrong with pulling out a rifle, just right. In general, I prefer to bow hunt, and that's the other thing. Like a lot of the properties I hunt, I target areas that you couldn't rifle hunt, yeah, because it gives the deer a better chance to grow up, yeah. So, like, I want to be in the city limits, or I want to be, you know, even if not in the city limits, somewhere that people typically aren't going to be firing a rifle because. They just you know they you can't kill a six year old if it's if there's not one there. and areas they get rifle hunted, they just don't have the same odds of making it to
0: maturity, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I, and I've always told you know anybody, I've got plenty of friends I'm like, look, if you if you if you don't want to pull a bow back, go go get a go get a crossbow. just what whatever you do, like you can be so much more versatile and have so many more opportunities to hunt places that you wouldn't normally be able to hunt. Just by having a piece of archery equipment, and I think that's, oh yeah, just makes you versatile too. I mean, and honestly, I, I I say this all the time. Like my rifle and even my pistol game are is, ever since I started shooting a bow, is just way better. I don't know what it, I don't know what it is. I don't think it, I think it's just maybe the progression that you need to kind of go through as you're you know pulling a bow back and dialing that particular skill in. But I I noticed my gun game almost immediately changed like for the better
2: i feel like a bow though when you're trying to get permission for properties i feel like it's a good leverage point like i ain't i ain't shooting
0: no gun right. or nothing. you know there's right. never
1: been a there's never been one incident in the state of georgia of somebody accidentally being shot with a bow that's so, oh, really that's crazy yeah. see uh that, not,
2: then that would be so a they're good like, leverage point with people
1: right that's i mean crazy. that's everyone's number one concern like you're a total stranger knocking on their door yeah First thing they're going to be worried about is safety. Yeah. Absolutely. Second thing they're going to be worried about is, are you going to bring all your buddies and everything else and drink beer and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And that's part of what helps me too, is like having videos out and having all the magazines I've been publishing and stuff. Like when you send somebody a letter, the first thing they're going to do is look you up and they're going to say, Hey, okay, I found his yeah. videos and here's articles. He's written for different magazines and everything else. Like it's not some Yahoo who's going to you know be out here. Yeah. Running around in a loincloth and a, <laughs> a spear in one hand and Bud Light in the other hand. You're killing deer.
0: We <laughs> <laughs> <You> kill deer. <laughs> no, it's good, dude. I, I honestly, uh, I mean, I, I think it, probably the wor- worst experience I've ever had. I've ever heard of a guy having. I mean, it was just he wasn't. I don't think he was even. Um, I don't think he was even asking for. He, he was either tracking a deer or he wanted to. I don't know. I think he just said, Hey, if, if the deer came over here, could I retrieve it? And he had a, um, he had a guy just nearly chase him off his property with a, with a shotgun, you know? And it's like, you know, it was like, dude, all the dude was asking is "Is Hey, if, if just by happenstance, something happens. And, you know, we even did a great interview with a, a guy from North Georgia who had an amazing story. I mean, he shot a deer. Um, it went on this lady's property. Um, you know, he could have probably easily just gone and got it. I mean, really, he didn't even have to go ask, but he did the right thing, went and asked, and she absolutely uh, would not. Could, I mean, the game warden tried to ask if he could go retrieve it. it wasn't going to happen. I mean, then the lady was so brazen, like like I think a week later, the lady came to the his actual house or his place of business, which was not far from where he was hunting, she just showed up and was like, you got that deer, didn't you? And he and she was like, no, dude, ma'am, I did not. I mean, it, it, like the police had to get called again. And it was just like, I mean, people are so – I guess the point is the people, uh, I understand, and I, 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 per, I definitely support a landowner no matter what. But at the same time, you know, man, come on. You know, I mean – it's it's one thing to you know say you can't hunt the property. It's another thing to say you can't retrieve a, a dying animal. You know, so yeah. it was a it was a whole thing. You know, I've had
1: two different people tell me I couldn't go get one.
0: Really? So you've yeah. had that happen a couple times.
1: Yeah, one here, which actually I hit a branch and just nicked the deer. The deer came back. Oh good. And then I was looking for one in Kansas, which in Kansas the rule is if it's not posted, you can just go look for it. Oh wow. I mean, if if you you're supposed to try to find the landowner, but I mean, if if nobody's you know, if you can't get in touch with the landowner and it's not posted, you can go look for it until somebody kicks you off. Well, the guys that were leasing the property next door came and kicked me off. Oh no. And it was a it was just a hating out of state hunters thing. I mean oh, they'd seen a Georgia tag, and they're like, Oh, you ain't got deer in Georgia you can be hunting or whatever. Oh, yeah. But the the landowner finally got back in town. I talked to him. He's like, "Yeah, I told them to let you look for that deer and all this." And, oh no! Which I went and looked for it anyway, but <laughs> no, I would have too, man.
0: I mean, I'm, I'm going to get my deer. You know? I mean, uh-huh. I
1: had met the landowner the year before. I knew. I mean, I knew it wouldn't be an issue.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's crazy, dude. I, I mean, shouldn't
1: have his number or anything. I'm just like, especially if it's a wounded animal, like or a, a right. dying animal. Even even like, if I'm them, it doesn't make sense. Like, yeah, exactly. Okay, like this this guy just shot a deer next to me, rather than. Not, so I don't let him go get it. So what's he going to do? Shoot another
0: one? Like, right, exactly. Yeah, you can't I'm not going to just deer. be sad and go home. I'm going to keep hunting. Yeah, exactly. I mean, honestly, and like I said, putting yourself in their position, I'm like, you know, what am I going to, you know, okay, I won't let this guy go get this deer. What are they going to do with it? They're going to just go let it die? I mean, I right. wouldn't want to feel right putting that deer on my wall or even having it. having I mean, it would feel weird. Like it just feel wouldn't feel like it. There's, there's there's no there's no satisfaction to that, you know. Right. it's all be
1: don't I mean, I'd it. be the first guy helping helping you look for one. Yeah, know? exactly,
0: exactly. That's I mean, cr- I mean, again. I mean, we say it all the time on the show. Neighbors, like your neighbors, are the best value you can have. Be a good neighbor, and you know, and share share the trail camp picks. What do you think? A lot of you see a lot of guys go wrong when they're trying to you know get on one.
1: Well, there's a million ways you can go wrong, but, right? Um, the biggest the biggest thing I see is access. Like a lot of guys mm-hmm. think you got to be like way deep into the, yeah, some thick stuff. we talked or, about this before, or they're <laughs> just not accessing it in a smart way. I mean, like, I've taken buddies and like the that were just happened to be with me when we were going to check cameras or something. They're like, So you're really getting big, big deer on camera here. <laughs> like, yeah, man. If you don't, if you don't go crashing through the stuff, you don't have to. Yeah. Like, if you, if you're not pushing them into the deepest, Hardest to access recesses of the land you're hunting. I, I mean, it's not like a deer is inherently afraid to cross a logging road or right or be near a logging road or something like that. That's, I mean, that's
0: you know. We, and, we got, oh go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to yeah.
1: say, especially like suburban deer, ten yards can make all the difference. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, I was hunting a deer ten yards outside of this lady's yard this year. That was daylight almost every day except for the days I hunted and. If I could have just sat on their roof or got in the house and shot out a window, I'd have killed that deer in one day. Yeah, exactly. But that, you
0: literally did that. I think in one of your videos. But like part. he, I mean, literally
1: just going ten yards into the woods, he would he would set up in a way to to know and catch you coming in. That's and great. I mean, if a deer, if a deer is smart enough to sit there and watch the ten yards you're trying to walk in on, you best believe when you're hunting like bigger woods, they can. Like they'll get you figured out and you know set up in a way to know when you're when you're hunting them.
0: You know, I I, I watched um, your buddy Hunter's Hunter Hartley's uh, hunt last I think it was either two nights ago or something like that. I, I hadn't had a chance to watch it, and I finally did sit down and watch it. And It was like, <laughs> I, I mean, you were giving him crap. Uh, it was like, you know, we're here open the morning, dude. You've had all summer, to, it was all summer long to get this set up, and now you're wanting to pick a new tree. Like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> So Yeah. I mean, well, but well, one thing I did notice about that, I mean, you guys were pretty much, I mean, not far from where you were parked pretty much was where he was thinking about doing it, which is correct, I guess, is what you were saying about you don't have to go so deep. But uh I, I just I, I definitely am a big believer is you know, if you're not if you're not aware of what you know, how these deer are traveling, where they're going, what they're doing, uh, where their food's at. I mean, you're it's going just arbitrarily go into the deepest thickest thing you could find is not the best i mean and honestly i think the reason why you know that i guess the stigma of you got to go to the deep thick swamp wherever is because that's where probably all the guys that ever bump deer that's where they're running toward right. <laughs> that's, that's where they're i high. mean if,
1: if you could teleport into the deepest thickest part of your property that probably is the best place to hunt <laughs> yeah but and i mean like you think? I mean, that, that was kind of my dad's philosophy to a point. But, Mine
0: too. My dad's too. <laughs> I mean,
1: and if you think about it, if you're if you didn't have cameras and you're just scouting through the woods, that's probably where you're going to find the most sign. And right, okay, this is where I need to be. Right. And if you only have one day to hunt, it'd probably be the smartest way to go. But if you're hunting one deer and that's the deer you want to kill, you have a you're better off hunting a. Or in my opinion, you you've got all season. You're better off hunting a a lower percentage spot that has a much lower percent chance of buffing them.
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, it's like, I think you could only go so deep before you're actually in a bedding area. and You don't even realize it, you know, which is not, I mean, again, if you do it right, it's not exactly the worst place to be. It might be one of the better places to be, but I, I just really think, like you said, it's all about, you know, what you've, the work you put into that spot and where you found it, where you found the deer are actually moving at, you know, um, you know, so speaking of access, um, uh, that's been my, it's just, it, it, for me, especially this one track of property that I hunt, it's just, there's no, there's no good, really ever good way to get in there. And it's just, for me, it's always, it's always like either I have to, I'm either going to have to do, like you said, practically teleport, or I'm going to have to like bear crawl all the way through there without pushing something. Because I mean, just about... I think, but the, the, especially this particular layout, I mean, there's a house, you know, and then on the sides you have, there's really one way in with a truck. And then, you know, we finally figured out, Hey, we can't even drive in here. Not even very far. Like we drive, we go maybe, you know, 20 yards in and then we park. I mean, it, we have to stay that far out. And then just going in, I mean, you're going to bump a deer. It's just that that's just what's going to happen. And the only way you're not is this, you got a good east wind, coming in at you and you don't go maybe but 50 yards in or so you know thereabouts I mean it's it's kind of like I mean for so for me I guess what I'm asking is like what what do you do when you come across somewhere you're like hey, the access is just there's just no good way to do this I mean is it just do you start to strategically cutting things or do you start I mean are you kind of like screw this I'm just gonna find the least the path that won't cause the most damage on a bump or i mean how, how do you how do you go about that usually
1: um i mean there's definitely areas that you it's i mean at certain times you just have to accept that you're just not going to have good access but let me ask you this like the property you're talking about how many acres is it
0: it's 48 10 of it's probably covered with the, a guy's house and then mm-hmm. the rest of it is kind of like Kind of looks like a bar stool, I guess, if you were to say about how you, how you, you know, you got access yeah. this way, you got access, but the rest of it is now on the other side, it's a bedding area and then a clear cut on the other side.
2: Mm-hmm. You
0: definitely don't want to go in anywhere near there. Um, and then there's some planted pines kind of in between the house on the one side. Now, I do go in that way, that's the way yeah. I go in. I go, I literally walk across the street on the road. I mean,
1: on 40 acres, you could. I mean, really, if you just stayed shallow, 50 yards, and I mean, even put corn out, there's probably nowhere on that property that you're going to see deer that you wouldn't see just if you barely went in. Yeah. And I mean, I have have virtually zero properties that are over 30 to 40 acres that I don't have multiple ways to get in because- you can almost always get somebody to let you walk through their property to get to the backside of yours,
0: right? And you know, I, to be fair, I have good, I have great relations with probably both the neighbors. I guess. I mean, as a matter of fact, you know, Caleb, uh, you know, and I have our, actually know the neighbor's grand, uh, granddaddy who owns the property. But I probably should ask him. But um, yeah, I mean, that's you know, I, and honestly, I, I've never asked. But you know, I mean, honestly, I'm not living by what I like to what I say. What you got to do is get to know your neighbors and then ask, you know, can you get in or not? You know, that's a great, that's, that's a great point. Um, All right. so see, I learn things. I learn things when I ask questions. It's good. But <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: like I said, there's definitely times that there's just no good way. And, yeah. um, you know, you tend to kind of shy away from those properties. Some, I mean, like, Say I got permission somewhere like that. That's just got a decent buck on it, but I feel like I have virtually no chances of killing them because mm-hmm. you are a limited chance of killing them because you don't have good access. Then I probably just wouldn't hunt there that much. Unless yeah. there's like a, I'll probably keep running cameras until there's like a deer that
0: is worth kind of putting all your eggs in one basket yeah. or really. I mean, do you I mean, do you feel like hinge cutting and stuff like that is worth the effort and the time? I mean, if um, to make it where it would probably be like that, it'd be easier. Or and when I for people who don't know, hinge cutting is kind of like where you you cut the tree at a certain point and it kind of falls. That's at least how I've um, always been explained is hinge cutting. But
1: well, really, hinge cutting is more the like increase the amount of brows and in True. some cases yeah. create a bedding area. So yeah, there's virtually nowhere in Georgia that I've ever hunted that I feel like hinge cutting would be any benefit.
0: Yeah. That's because I, I mean, it's, I've never done it for that. And I was like, this just everywhere that I fun. hunt, it's
1: so thick. And yeah. then down here, we don't have enough of a winter to actually really need. Like they've got all the brows they need. Exactly. Um, so like, yeah, I mean, I don't think hinge cutting would really necessarily be beneficial right. here. Right. I'll tell you, I've, I mean, you can literally steer deer with like a string, like with a
0: string. Yeah. Oh, I mean, dude, tell me about this. So, I have to know.
1: When I was like 18 or 19, I had a property that was like, it was, uh, I think it was 40 acres and it was a huge deep bowl. I mean, like you could, if you jump from the top, you die. I mean, it's probably the steepest I've ever (laughs) seen in Georgia. And, uh, so you really couldn't go down the hill without, you know, like making a bunch of noise, slipping and sliding and everything else. So I literally tied a string. I walked like 40 yards outside of the old man's yard that I had permission and the property ran all the way to this next neighborhood, and I tied a string about thigh high from there all the way to that next neighborhood. And I mean, within two weeks, you wouldn't believe the freaking trail that was. What? Going so around you created that string. an edge with a string? Yeah. Dude, and, uh, that is
0: awesome. <laughs> so
1: there was a um a big mature six-pointer in there that I had him on I had him on daylight, like walking that trail, coming around that string, and I ended up actually before i did that i had written a letter to the the property behind it and um so i actually end up getting permission there and killed that deer at, at another spot but i easily i mean just as easily
0: could have killed him right there at that string that is insanity dude that is crazy so yeah i mean bringing them in on a string but <laughs> you literally brought him in on a string dude that is incredible i mean I, I guess you know i, I don't know why I mean I don't it's kind of like that's one of those things like why did I think of that? You know, like I never mean, thought of the string thing to balance. I no, dude. I mean,
1: I I wouldn't necessarily call that an edge though, but I mean I, mean, it's I, I kind guess kind of it's a theoretical funnels them.
0: Yeah, it's yeah, I guess it's more of a funneling technique. I'm gonna try that bull crap, dude. That's happening this year. Exactly where I'm talking about. Because that's honestly, I feel like that's the part of the problem I've got is when I go to, I walk down these pines, it kind of goes down and it, it kind of dips down. It's already, you know, there's not much, there's still some undergrowth in there, but not a lot. So, I mean, it's, I don't know, it's hit or miss. Like, you know, it's buried under a bunch of pine straw. You'll, you'll hit the, you know, it's a huge crack. And, you know, it's like, that might be the way to go. That's probably what I'm going to do.
1: A deer will go a long way to avoid, to walk around something instead of jumping over it. Like I have drone footage I can show you in Kansas that would just blow your freaking mind where, out there in the CRP, they have barbed wire set up for all the cows. Yeah, and like, I mean, it's like trails going hundreds of yards out of the way to walk through the little cattle gate instead of. And I'm talking about like, like I said, you can see them from three, four hundred feet in the air in a drone.
0: You know what I mean? Just beat down trails. So, you know, this made me think of something. So, and I've seen guys take, you know, they to try to like, you know, perimeter their food plot do it with just like a metal wire. And I think I, it may be electrified. I don't know, but it, may, it probably is. It usually is, I think. Yeah. I'm like, I was like, does that one wire really deter them? I mean, they can easily clear that, you know, yeah. I've always wondered that. I just wasn't sure. I was like, man, I wonder if that's the same concept, but I guess not. So, cause it's probably, it's just electric. <laughs> it's just electric. They're going to get shocked if they even touch it. Uh, dude. Yeah. Um, man, I, so your videos, obviously, you know, I, I back to kind of back to those. I mean, you're, I always see you in a climber, which you know I I really enjoy climbing too myself. Um, and I, I've seen you in, I've seen you pretty much just about in every stance up. Do you have like a particular one that you're like that's you kind of your favorite, kind of your go to? A climber has been my
1: go to probably since I was twelve years old. But um, now I'm actually starting to use lock ons a little bit more, just because you can you can get tucked in a little bit better, mm-hmm. and you don't have to get so high. I've lost a couple deer that. I felt like I'd have probably killed if I was I was a little bit lower. Right. Um, so that's kind of, I mean, because, you know, putting a climber on a tree, you're getting, I mean, I'm averaging 30 feet, have hunted as high as like 60 feet. Yeah. And you just, I mean, but you can only tuck into cover so much. I mean, you can yeah. climb up and maybe throw the top over one limb and that's about the best you can do. Yeah. And so this year, started messing around with uh, like the little mobile lock-ons and stuff a little bit and it's definitely a freaking pain in the butt to do but some of the stuff i got away with has kind of made me start leaning that way a little bit so really
0: so pretty much have always been on a ladder for the most for the majority of the time i've been hunting and i just started using the climber and really i mean i got i think i think it's a summit I don't even know. It's the summit Viper. It's one of that the Viper one in the stories. garage. Yeah. That one yeah. In the garage. It's a summit. <laughs> yeah. It's a summit Viper. see. That's how dumb I can be. But, uh, uh, <laughs> but yeah, dude, I mean, I've, I've started doing that and I've really, I've really enjoyed it. Um, but uh, I definitely wanted to look at, I, I sat in a lock on, I think this was probably, I think this was a lone wolf lock on that my uh, friend had. And I sat in it uh, and hunted his place. And I was like, "Oh man, this is this is really really nice." I mean, th- don't get me wrong that the the summit's very comfortable, like you know, super duper comfortable. I, I can't say really anything anything bad about its comfort, but definitely can sit all day. But the lock on, I mean, that the, the Lone Wolf's lock on that I that I sat in was amazing. I've been looking at the saddles. Yeah, are you ever gonna go saddle? I, I, I'd be curious to see that. I'd try one. I never have that's yeah I, to me that I, just looks It's like, just looks i mean crazy. when i
1: see these guys carrying like eight or ten different pieces of equipment to put a saddle on a tree i'm like yeah there's no way i'm keeping up with all that
0: well then not to mention i mean i know you, I, I mean there's ways to quiet down everything but i mean there's ways to quiet down your climber but i mean well i don't really make that much noise with the climb with that climber and i don't have it insulated on uh, you know because no. you can it's just like, that seems like you'd be like sounding like your are Santa's sleigh, like the reindeer, like cha-ching, cha-ching, like going, I, I mean, mean, they,
1: <laughs> you can definitely be quiet with a mobile lock on or a saddle probably. Um,
0: I'm sure you can. That's just.
1: I'm every bit as quiet or quieter in a climber, but I, I mean, cl- climbing like walking to me. I mean, I've yeah. climbed almost every day of deer season since I was like 12. Yeah. So.
0: So, so you say climber's still kind of your way to go, but you're leaning more toward lock-on now.
1: Though. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely a time and place for everything. I mean, so if I knew there was a good tree there, I'd definitely take a climber, but I've had a few instances where I'm in the wrong tree because I couldn't find one for a climber or I'm mm-hmm. standing around looking for a tree and had a deer come in. And last year, if I'd have been in a mobile lock-on, I would have killed a huge eight-pointer out here mm-hmm. and that – really that right there is what made me start kind of messing with them.
0: Dude. Yeah. I, um, I, I definitely think it's again, that's good. That goes back to how versatile do you really want to be? I mean, but I mean, even like, I think you and me talked about how, you know, I, I mean, I love ground hunting myself. I yeah. mean, and then when, uh, it was, was this the, he was on either an 11 or, a. It was one an eleven pointer you killed or a twelve? I can't remember what which one. It's the one you shot. You had to use your rifle because you had broken your arm or you fell off a ladder at work. Yeah,
1: yeah. I just shot him sitting on the ground.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, and honestly, it was a killer shot too. By the way, I mean, it was like seriously. I mean, it looked like a it looked like a tiny sliver. I'm like, man, he's got like a little bitty tiny. Thing. I mean, even for a rifle, that's gonna be kind of tough to thread, dude. Drake thread, Jugger threaded it. I mean, and you weren't really. That far, I'd say, or for at least from the video I could tell, it didn't seem like it was. He was about 70, 80 yards. Yeah, so he was, you know, he was, he was out there. He was out that, there a little that's bit. A distance. It is, it is a distance that's a shot. It's a, it's a shot, especially the little, the, like the, the the sliver he had to go through. It was kind of crazy. But yeah, I mean, I I love sitting on the ground myself. I, I mean, love I'm, blinds. Yeah,
1: and if I'm <laughs> rifle hunting, I'll just sit on the ground. I mean, yeah,
0: exactly. Oh, so, like right. So when you are when you got your rifle, you you like to be on the ground.
1: I mean, I like being in climbers too, but. As far as like the last few years, as far as my rifle hunting, a lot of the the properties I can rifle hunt in particular are so thick. Mm-hmm. If I just have a little lane, I'm gonna sit on the ground and yeah. not make any noise, you know, nothing.
0: That's crazy. Yeah. I, you know, to me, I again, if you're, if you're, I think it really depends on the terrain. In that particular buck we were talking about, it was, it looked thick in there. I mean, it was, it, I mean, it just, it looked like it was thick and like being on the ground was probably going to be your best bet without you having to like go in there and booger a bunch of stuff up by cutting. So that, I mean, yeah, I think that's definitely goes to your, um, you know, I mean, to your credit going in there and just being situational with it.
1: A lot of the thick stuff you can see better <laughs> down low, yeah, you know, cause I cause like, like there in particular had a bunch of little scrub oaks, you get mm-hmm. 15, 20 feet high. You the canopy is things. right there. Yeah. The canopy is fifteen twenty feet high, you know.
0: So sitting on the ground, you can see under a lot more of it. I mean, I mean do you ever feel like when you're you're setting up anywhere? I mean, whether it's in a climber ladder or wherever. I mean, do you ever feel like you're self filming stuff? Is that kind of like, oh, freaking crap? I mean, it's, it's junks in my way, or you know, it's, it, I mean, you've ever had it like give you problems? It's. De- I mean, it's
1: definitely a hindrance at all times
0: 100 <laughs> I mean, there's no
1: way around it he's like you ever see my blooper reels <laughs> um it's it's easiest than a climber because i've got the i've got my camera arm mounted straight to the side of the climber and it all yeah. packs in really easy but mm-hmm. and it's always a trade off between getting good footage or or i mean you're all your hunting is always Messed up a little bit by filming, I guess. Right.
0: Yeah. I think everybody we've talked to that's done self-filming, they've always, everybody says the same thing. It's like, I mean, there's no way it's not going to be, you know, like, I mean, what another guy whose channel I just freaking love is uh Walker, Walker Scarborough. Like he, we interviewed him and he, his thing was like, yeah, I mean, it, it takes some time. I mean, now I will say this about that joker. When we, he and I, we did his interview and he, and I went like straight to the woods. We went hunting that afternoon and you know, I'm over here like, all right, I get out, I start getting dressed, I'm dressed and I just, like, I just pulled out, pulled out my bag and, you know, that joker is got all of his crap, (laughs) everything ready to go. Like he's walking straight in. Like, I don't know. I mean, I guess, I mean, are you kind of same? I mean, are you pretty, pretty quick to get out and get set like that too?
1: I mean, I keep stuff pretty much ready, but you've got to allow for, especially if you're trying to get good footage, like. You've got to allow a little bit more time. I mean, you can carry a camera with you, and which I do about half the time. Get you know, not film enough, but if mm-hmm. you're really trying to get quality stuff, it takes a lot longer. Right. Um. It just depends. I mean, it's almost like when you're a kid, like kids at school, would be like trying to rub your head in a circle and pat pat your belly in a, an opposing circle at the same yeah. time. It's like you can. You can do one great and not the other one. Great. I mean, you know what I mean. You can right, kind of half-ass exactly. both of them, or exactly. Do, and so that's kind of how it is. I mean,
0: that's it's that's crazy to me. I mean, I I, I know I could probably do it. I just I uh, I don't know, man. I'm I'm you, so clumsy, and I mean, goodness gracious, man. I, I I do good to get up in a tree. Yeah, I mean, if quiet. you can't.
1: <laughs> Not being, not trying to be cocky or anything like that, but if you can't afford to have opportunities messed up, that bucks, yeah, or deer, I I you don't can't. need to be filming. Yeah. I mean, if 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 you're if filming messing up an opportunity is going to like ruin your season, then don't
0: do it. Don't do it. Yeah, that's kind of how I mean. That's gonna be, that's kind of my, my method right now. And it's
1: cost you. me before, and you just
0: kind of live with it. I mean, yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, uh, I mean, do you think you'll ever get a camera guy for your your channel? I've
1: had a um.
0: I've had a TV show
1: send a camera person with me before, and I didn't like it. I'd rather be... Really? Yeah, I mean, because if you think about it, if I am if I find somebody that's as serious as hunting as I am, mm-hmm. they're not going to be... You couldn't pay them enough to, to <laughs> not be hunting and come film you. Right. So yeah. you're getting people that aren't really that serious about it. And they're,
0: they're going to drag their feet. They're going to...
1: Yeah, I mean, like the camera... I don't want to say too much because I don't want to no, don't step on anybody's don't to worry. toes. we are
0: good. They won't listen. We're not big enough. Well, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you're good, dude. Go ahead. skills. <laughs> we can edit. No, you're good, man. I, no, I feel you, though. You just, yeah, I, I wouldn't want to hurt nobody's feelings either.
1: Yeah. <laughs> just not, not quite as serious about it.
0: <laughs> no, I feel I'll you. I'll give
1: you one example, though. So, like, day one, I'm like, you know how to use a climber? Like, this is before we ever met. Right. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm good with a climber, you know, so – we got in the woods. I'm looking around. I'm like, okay, that ought to be a good tree. They're like, how are we gonna get up there? Huh? Like, what? Uh, <laughs> what? gonna climb it? She's like, with what? With what? <laughs> it's like a climber. <laughs> you know, they're like the little two pieces like, right there. <laughs> like, okay, but how are we gonna get up there? I'm like, <laughs> we're gonna put the climber on the tree and climb up. And they're like, oh, I thought that was something else.
0: Oh my! I've never like it. I was
1: like they never even heard of a climber. Like, you know what I mean? I thought it was a chair. <laughs> I think they, they thought I was talking about a lock on. Like you climb the ladder. Oh, I guess. Oh my gosh! No,
0: that's terrible. Yeah. Dude. No, so, no. 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 Anyway, awful. dude, that's uh. You know, I, I think you know. I I've, I got a couple of buddies that are um. They they're they're great video guys. I mean, they really they do some great stuff. And I thought you know maybe I'd ask, and I have asked a couple of them to come do this with me. But you know that has you know one of them has hunted before. The other one has not. And I, and I'm like, you know, um, I don't know, man. Especially if I'm thinking about going, especially if I think I'm going to kill a big deer, I really, right. really don't want somebody that experience coming in there filming me yeah. just for the sake of and getting it on film, you know.
1: I mean, even if Bill Winky's filming you, it's still twice the scent, twice the noise, right.
0: twice, you know. That's that's true. That's a, that's absolutely true. You know, I'm. I mean, you know, for me, like there you've had so many cool hunts that have been on film. I mean, and and I think really dude, uh, the fact that you catch, that you catch a lot of the things that you catch is incredible. And I'm, and your quality has gone way up by the way. I mean, it's, I know, like I'd say, I'd say there's a significant jump in your quality from 20, I'd say 2018 and to now it's, I mean, it's noticeably like I could like you could see like you're getting yeah. a little bit more, get a bit more swift with your shots and you can see things a little bit clearer it's a little bit i, I don't know if that's maybe you bought more camera gear or something like that or um, what
1: yeah i got better at editing bought some better stuff but it's kind of odd it's like as my quality has went up my viewership has went dramatically down
0: <laughs> which is too pretty
1: <laughs> i guess
0: i don't know i mean i think it's just a matter of how i happen to hit the algorithm or something but Probably so I mean YouTube, there's just no telling, man. There is no telling with that stuff. I mean, it maybe it's I like, I don't know. Maybe you need to like, I don't know, do another Celine Dion video or something and just <laughs> just to get Bubble stirred up on TikTok or something like yeah, that. I don't know. You know, my favorites are your Ohio buck. I think it was your first Ohio buck ever right, that you got on film. And that I mean he was a beautiful, beautiful deer. And um I, I that that's the like, the first one I wanted to ask you about. So what I mean is there anything that it kind of happened off camera that you you know didn't make it in or you had to edit it out that was kind of crazy or
1: um i don't think so i it's mean i try to i there. try to film everything because anytime you don't don't have the camera on that's when you know something crazy off the wall will happen right and right you're like dang if i'd have the camera ready to go
0: I mean, you were up there... Was that the fifth day that you shot that deer? Or was it, like, more... I think it was... like. I the, think so. Um, I want to say it was the fifth day. I can't remember. But I, I remember going... God, dog, man. I, after about day number four, I'd be like, dude, I don't know if I should just pack up or what. Well, the, mean,
1: the worst thing about that trip was the day that my, uh, my four-wheeler wouldn't start because it was too cold. So, I had to walk, like... I had left my climber... Because I'd walk down this huge mountain, and I'd left my climber down there because I was too lazy to carry it back up. Well, the next morning, my four-wheeler wouldn't start, so I ended oh, up having no. to walk like two miles oh, to get back
0: there. Dude, see, this This is also, I mean, I might as well go ahead and point out that everything I think that's in your videos happens to real people.
2: <laughs> like, now, you're,
0: you're not going to see that on Seek One. You just will not see that. You're not going to see that on any, I don't think any, you know, uh, hunting, hunting any kind of hunting show You'll never see them jokers have to go. Well, the forklift wouldn't start, so I guess we're I guess we're back. We're, we're hiking it. They may say, "Oh, we had to walk like a little bit extra from the truck." No, dude. No, I mean this. You'll never see anybody really having to put a real struggle into it. So that was that. The, that was that. The day that you did. That was the day you killed the buck, right?
1: I don't think so. That was a day or two before day or
0: two before. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, dude, I'll, I'll be honest. I mean, the way that deer kind of came into, it was like, number one, it came in perfect, you know, but then like, I mean, it was just kind of like, I remember you saying that you had a, you had a bunch of, you know, you had pictures of them and I've, I've hunted out of state in Alabama before. I mean, that's the only out of state sun I've ever done. And we had great, we had good, like huge bucks all over the cameras, but you know, catching my dad, my dad had to have one get by him, And then I had one get by me and I just, you know, it, it's just like connecting on them. And I mean, we were only there for three days and I was like, God, man, if we had like one more day, I really felt like one of us could have closed the deal on it. And it's just, you know, it was just so frustrating, but I mean, you stuck it out all five days. I mean, you were staying in, I mean, were you, you were kept up in a hotel, I think, or something, right? Yeah,
1: it was, um,
0: one, yeah. one of those videos, you were like sleeping in your truck, got to say. Which which one was that?
1: Several of them. <laughs> it's like, uh,
0: which one are you talking about?
1: <laughs> the, mo- the most I ever slept in my truck was I did a whole trip in my truck. Um, I had joined this lease or a hunting club in Kentucky. Was that the Whitetail Heaven? No. Oh, okay. But uh, that club, it was like, 45 minutes to an hour to anything. So, Oh, no. So, I mean, if you went and got a hotel or anything, you're you're getting two hours less sleep every night. And then, like, the trespass... I don't know how much of it was trespassers and how much of it was members, because there was a lot of both. But, like, the club was, like, 3,000 acres. And, like, the the thing about East Kentucky is so steep, you can pick out most of the spots that are going to be good off a topo map. So, like, Mm -hmm. the first day... I probably went to 10 different spots that already had cameras and stuff at them. So I just said, I'm going to go way to the back. So I'm having like an hour four wheeler ride to get, you know, I'd drive an hour four wheeler and then walk maybe 20 minutes to get to a spot. So you're already like racing back even to get to my truck to get seven, eight hours of sleep. Oh my so god! So then if I was going to
0: drive to a hotel, I'd been down to four or five hours of sleep. Oh, forget that dude. That's like real roughing it though. Like, I mean, me and dad were like, that was going to be our plan of this one property we went to in Alabama, but thankfully, I mean, it was like, it was still like a 40 minute drive. I mean, which was honestly that 40 minutes you lose, you got to get back up or get just that much earlier is sucks. I mean, it was terrible, you know, but, uh, man, that's, that's crazy, dude. Um, you know, I think. So that, that, so that, that was your, that was in Kentucky. Um, now the other video I saw that I, again, we're just going to fangirl on your videos for a second. Cause I just, you know, I like them. Um, but I, the trailer, the trailer, that uh, was dear, the first one I seen. that was the first one you to That was number one. That's a dream, <laughs> you know? And it's kind of like, man, you know, I, I mean, I mean, I think you, I think it like, um, you, had, it, it had hit something like the, the air, when you shot the dough at the dough, it was like, it. I don't know if it had like it barely had hit something. Yeah, and it so cartwheeled or something. What it like that. was,
1: yeah. So what it was is, I didn't know what happened. I shot at the dome. I just saw my arrow just. I thought you bounced off the deer. I hit her right in the shoulder. Yeah, and which I mean that's like, I hit her a little bit higher than I was aiming, but it's, right she was quartered to me, and it's a doe, so I knew I could just fix that. I could smash right through her front shoulder and yeah, kill her, and. The arrow hit her and just started cartwheeling. I was like, "What is going on?" You know. Well, before I could go look for my arrow, my buddy Hunter calls and he'd shot that buck from the oh, video it, you mentioned yeah. earlier. So I go help him. I mean, I knew. Yeah. I didn't get any penetration on that doe. She'd be fine. She stood around in blue for a little while. So I went back the next day, and the the broadhead is embedded in a sweet gum ball. It
0: was a sweet gum ball. So that's I, what it before was. It, yeah.
1: Which. There's no way I. I mean, I would have noticed if I had a sweet gum ball in my arrow.
0: So right. somewhere between shooting it and hitting that deer, <laughs> you pinned a sweet gum ball, and she just got hit with like a, you know, three hundred like FPS <laughs> bludgeon with a sweet gum ball. That's crazy. I mean, and you could get it out either, could you? Like with this. I mean, it was it was stuck on there. <laughs> you could pull it off. I mean, I finally got it off, but yeah. I was like, so you should have just kept it as a memento, but dude. So the setup though, number one. Okay. I think that's a great lesson for anybody, you know, go watch. I mean, go to, I can't remember what episode it is, but I I call it just the trailer, the trailer, the blind or whatever, but that it's all, it was an old abandoned trailer, I guess. Yeah. And you, you just, you're like, I don't know, man, I could tell you grew up playing in some woods when you are a kid, because <laughs> that's some junk I would do when I grew up. Cause I, I mean, I, I didn't necessarily grow up in the country, but I didn't grow up 100% in the city. Like our playground was the woods. So like, and there was always like an old shed or something we'd all play in and or make a fort out of. And it's like, you know, which unfortunately we're losing so much of that with kids anyway, but it's just, I, I don't think, I think that if you have to have that instinct to to know that that would honestly though, man, when you start to think about how, how, Crazy analytical, I think white tail hunters can be. I mean, it's like, nah, man, I got it. We got to be one. I mean, we're down. We're gonna be downwind, but you know, I, I got to be in a tree or we got to brush in real good. That gum, there's a freaking, there's a freaking trailer right there, and you just, I don't know. That's just amazing to me that you had the forethought to go.
1: I mean, you gotta use what's there. Like, <laughs> no I've been hunting that spot for probably. <laughs> Six or seven years. Actually, a guy that works for me, it was his dad's house. And uh, I guess when his dad passed, they just didn't... I Fix mean, it back up or nothing, huh? Yeah, so like six or seven years ago, I started hunting it. And I mean, you could see, you could have probably... There was times... There was like a 120-inch deer coming there the first year, which to me at the time was like That's big. It might as well have been a 160 or 170. Yeah, it's still big. And I sat daylight till dark in that trailer for probably two weeks, <laughs> like all day sits every day. Oh man. And you could see the same 10 or 15 does there every single day and never spook any of them. Because it's awesome. just the perfect sit. It's already there. Your scent's pretty contained. Yeah, it's
0: very contained.
1: I went and found sheets all through the house and nailed them up and covered all the windows. So and you finally super, did deck it out? Well, this was like six or seven years ago oh, when I first started hunting night. it. Gotcha. And made it as dark as it could be. And like, when you're, so it's a, it was a double wide. You got the window open, you got all the all the windows blacked out, and you're sitting across the whole house from that window. That's You're awesome. basically invisible.
0: Yeah, you are. I mean, you're, yeah, you're set. Dude, talk about like the blind of the year, dude. A trailer blind. That's amazing.
1: Yeah. I mean, just shoot, just the other day, that that kid Hunter Hartley we were talking about like, kill that killed that eight-pointer. Mm-hmm. I had him come to my lease one day and like look at everything with me and just kind of give me like a fresh set of eyes, you know, of yeah. how I should do stuff. And I went with him and did the same thing. And like he had a he had a barn in between two of his food plots with a loft. And I was like, dude, you're not hunting that. Heck yeah, dude. Get up in like, that top. No. So we get up there. And, like, six feet back from the edge, I'm waving my arms and he couldn't see me from, like, where the deer would be walking in between those two food oh, plots. Dude. Like, that darkness of any kind of, like, structure like that is just...
0: Dude, and shout out to Hunter, killer. dude. He did a great job filming, I thought, you know, on the video. I guess on the parts that he was filming... Yeah. Was, was he filming on the, on, on his, um, the, he filled all of his, right. Of that buck that he shot. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, and, and honestly I felt for him. I mean, I couldn't see necessarily, I, I couldn't really make out the deer. I could kind of barely see him when he, when he did take the shot. Yeah. I think I could, I think I could anyway, but I, but still like, I just like, you know, Biggest that, deer of your life. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. Kill I, I,
1: first and get what you get. As far Exactly. Footage.
0: And, and honestly, like I, I was like, you know, you do, he just seems like such a nice guy too. I mean, I know, I know, it's, everything's on film, but he just seems like I, I felt. I was just like, man, I felt for the dude, like I really did. Like it was like that is amazing. And yeah. then when the rain happened, you know, it's like. But the thing is, the rain didn't happen till you showed up. <laughs> so, you it with like, me. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's. I'm just bad. I'm done mess with him every single time, dude. He Tanner gets enough hate haterade on on his channel and on his page you know a couple times i was like man god dog man i mean i understand if you're gonna joke with the guy but you know like don't like actually run him into the ground so but it doesn't bother me dude I, it, it shouldn't man um uh, you know i think honestly man i think you know we might as well go ahead and get it let's go ahead and rip the band-aid off i mean uh <laughs> so tanner's videos i mean i think you know what makes them what makes them really great is obviously how real they are um and I'll I'll tell this story. I already I already told Tanner the story, but the I um I think it was early in the season. I I think it was I was watching your videos. And I was like, or no, it was a post you put on like Instagram or something. And I noticed where you busted out the back of your uh, of back your uh, went back window, and I was like, oh man, that new truck, dude. He just he just popped that window. I was like, that sucks. And I was like, and I think I even commented. I was like, hey, now, nah, dude, slap some cap cardboard on that junk. Keep on going, and uh, you know, I, and. You know, there was people going, "Oh man, and Tanner, you def up a rock, man." You know, they were just like killing you. I'm like, oh, dude, he's, he's they're they're meth, man. They, I was like, "I was like, oh, I was like, it'll be okay, dude." You know, put some carboard on it, keep going. And I was like, I just felt I felt bad for him. I was like, "Man, that hey, dude, this guy, everything." I was like, "That would happen to me." The like the very next like a week later to the day, like my dad gets a new four wheeler, my four wheeler in the garage, I can zip up there, won't touch, won't go anywhere near my window, back window this brand new four-wheeler my dad bought. I go zipping up the top, back of my truck, you know, to load it up for him. (laughs) It's a few choice words. I just pulled a Tanner Edfield. Oh my God. I texted Kelby. That was the first thing I said. I just pulled a Tanner Edfield. Look at this. You know, but, um, but dude, the thing is that goes to show you that everything that is in, I, I see in your videos is something that happens to every hunter. And I think what I, that's what I like about it. You know, I love the fact that you had to like take your work van, I think, out of state and, wet, and wedge and, and wedge I was your four to say that yeah. and wedge the four wheeler in the back of that van. And honestly, man, the for me, I don't know, dude. I I don't know about you, Caleb, but I mean, as a as a real hunter. There's like a little bit of sense of the pride. Uh, it was a pride. It was almost, I was almost proud. Like as a hunter. like there's like, I feel like there's somebody out there representing a real deer hunter who gets to go through some junk all the time. There's always some crap happening and you're just making it happen any way you can. I don't know. I don't know if it was just a redneck in me too. It was like, that is awesome. Uh, you got to do what you got to do. If you, do, do if what you can want. man. Seriously. I mean, if you're going to piss around and be like, you know, no, I'm just going to wait. I'll go get a trailer. I might go get a U-Haul. You know, not nah, just not. Nah. I, I think that was amazing that she just was shoving it in there and making it happen. Like yeah. I just felt like, you know, nobody puts that on their YouTube. They all they all want to look like whatever they want to look everything's like.
2: Everything's perfect. Yeah, all everything's
0: right. perfect. And you know, I mean and I mean, honestly, I mean seriously, if you ever watch Tanner's videos, I mean you will kind of be like, he is the build dance of whitetailed deer hunting. <laughs> the Joker is but just like Bill Dance, the Joker kills big deer. You know, I mean, I think even on our episode with Scott, we were talking about like, man, that my 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 dad, my dad, dude, he called me up and said, man, you ought to interview that Tanner Evanfield guy. Man, I'm telling you, what well, you ever see him? He'll drive that piece of shit truck, that piece of shit four wheeler. But <laughs> damn it, man, he kills big deer. You know. So, like he had seen your new Toyota. It ain't a piece of junk, you know, <laughs> so it's almost too nice. I mean, I, I, I was surprised. Have, I was like, I,
1: what is he doing with a nice Toyota truck? <laughs> I wouldn't have got it except my, um, something was still, ain't got it fixed. Something was wrong with my Ford and the mechanic was taking too long to fix it. And I drove that freaking paint and van to Kentucky one time. I was like, yeah, I got to, <laughs> I got to get a different truck. I needed a four wheel <laughs> drive anyway.
0: And, uh, I mean, you went you went to the nicest thing you could get. That's good. That's yeah, of course.
1: I I found that one that was already kind of beat up a little bit, but still had low miles. I was like, okay, well, I won't have to feel too bad if I if I mess something up, which immediately, <laughs> immediately. I did. Immediately, I mean, the the broken windshield wasn't even the first thing I did to it. <laughs> really? But, yeah, like the day after I got it, I pulled up to my carport to grab something, and then like I backed up without even looking because it's like a. I'd backed up that way 50 million times in my other truck and so just went to back up real quick and I didn't realize the turning radius is a little bit a little bit steeper in that Toyota and hit a pine tree
0: dude honestly <laughs> man in my bumper I, I, I was gonna tell Tanner, hey man, let's go hunting sometime this year. Like really, I mean, honestly, I think that I think we some one of us would die <laughs> just because we throw well, my dad in there. Somebody's going to die. There was a hunting accident. <laughs> there will be an accident. <laughs> no, I mean, no, it's it's not that bad. No, I still would seriously. I would be honored to go hunt with you, dude. But um, yeah, I I you just, find me a big buck. We'll make it happen, dude. I, I I I got a couple for you. I'll show you some pictures when we're done. All right. I'll show you some pictures when we're done. I'll, I'll put you on. I, I, I don't know. I've, I promised like three other people we'd go to this one lease too, but might as well. I'll just bring you guys all out. Once. I just need the pond. He just wants the pond. He just wants it for the ducks. <laughs> he's a, he's a duck hunter. Again, there's nothing wrong with you um, with you. I mean, having that stuff in there and the fact that you leave it in there is again still just. I have just it's I've had some the, of the
2: realest videos. I
0: mean, of I'm, I'm, that's why I have to think so much respect for you too. Is the fact that you're not afraid to do that. Be and you know I don't know.
1: Well, I mean, like some of the guys that I know that film and stuff or it's like they're trying to maintain this image that they're so cool and yeah. all this. And it's like, I'm like, dude, this stuff happens to everybody. Exactly. I mean, like probably, I mean, everybody has had, I wouldn't say everybody's busted out their back window, but it's common. And, you know, everybody's had all kind of mishaps and
0: everything else. Right. I mean, it's like, I mean, God, dude, they are. I, my dad and I have had the four wheeler roll over on us before. Um, like I really got thought, that on film. Yeah, yeah. Say, I'm sure Tanner's got something equivalent to that. But I mean, we were going down the hill. I, I I thought for sure I was like I'm dead. I'm dead. This is how it ends. I'm not. Me and my dad are going to die at the same time. This is going to be a complete family tragedy. And there's a million other things. I've been left in a creek. I left my wife in the. Oh God, dude. So uh, speaking of spouses. So my the only time. The only time my wife ever went to go track a deer with me and my dad one time, my dad killed this, shot this giant, probably the biggest bug of his life. We're out there. I mean, it's in a, it's in a swamp, kind of. It's, it's a whole dried up creek bed. I mean, it was cold. I mean, and my wife is with me. She's never, she's never done anything like that. You know, this is like I think year number one of us being married. I mean, she's down. My dad leaves her down there, and it's like pitch black. We don't leave her with a flashlight. Hey, stand here right where the blood is and then me and Dad are going to come back and then we're going dude I was gone. I know. Me and my dad found a little bit of blood, then I think we jumped the deer then we kept going. I was like, "Oh god, I forgot about my wife." Like she's standing there in the dark of the middle woods. So, uh yeah, exactly. I mean, if not I don't know. So, have have you I've not I haven't seen any footage of you uh, of your uh fiance on there at all. Like ever you guys does she ever go with you or
1: She doesn't hunt with me. Uh, She's on a few videos helping me track or something like that. There's a few. I mean, I see
0: the videos where you shoot her with the Nerf uh, with the Nerf out of out of a bush or out of the tree in the carport. Which is those are great, by the way. I love those. I think that I think those are your viral TikToks. I think that (laughs) that you get. Those are awesome. But uh, so I mean. You're so dedicated, man. I mean, and you're hunting. I mean, like you said, you're hunting every day of the year, which is like my dream. If I could do that, if I didn't have these kids, you know. Which, you know, I'm saying. T- oh, my, do- my daughter's already asked. By the way, she's over going. We're, gone. we're gone. She's gonna go. Oh, well, there you go. Year. Yeah, that's gonna get me out of a lot of trouble, get me into the woods a whole lot this year. But um, but yeah. Uh, so how uh how does it go over with her? I mean, because I think that's a struggle for a lot of people. It's like, well, I go, but dang wife would let me. You know, I mean, it's just. Be a cool Um, chick, and (laughs) yeah, she's
1: she's just laid back, and you know, kind of, kind of, uh, used to it, I guess. Yeah, she's used to it. Yeah, and I mean, just the way I am, it's like
0: she knew it. She she would rather me be hunting
1: than like, because if I'm at home, I'm I like, if I get like restrained from hunting, you just probably don't even want to be around me. I'm like just. It's, I wouldn't say a dick, but like, almost like panicked. Like,
0: yeah, I have got to figure out a way to get to the freaking woods. Like, dude, uh, my entire family—it's—it's it's that way with me and my dad. Like, I mean, we—we—we we, we have canceled Disney trips. Like, we have lost deposits on things because, like, the you know, love my love. The, I love all the women in my family, my mom, my sister, but they know good and well. Like, don't be putting anything near. Nothing from September, you know, mid-September until like the end of February. Like, don't do
1: anything. Me, my dad, and a couple of my brothers missed my. Actually, you know, my cousin, his brother. I don't want to say their name on the air, but yeah, his the cousin we were talking about. His brother scheduled his wedding for like the beginning of September, and me, my dad, my brothers, none of us went. We were all down in South Georgia on a (laughs) WMA hunting.
0: They should have known that's kind of how I feel about it. I mean, I don't really know what to say to people who, you know, if your wife or your girlfriend is just going to give you a hard time about hunting. I mean, I'm not saying you should just, I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't know. Like, I think if you, I don't even know what the right conversation you could have with somebody about that is it's just other than, you know, maybe like luckily in your situation, I mean, you're, you're, uh, fiance knew exactly what she was getting into she knew she knew who she was getting with so it's kind of like you know wasn't a, not a bit you know she she knows the deer season it's yeah. and it, and is, I tell it her is now
1: like you know now making a little bit of money off of youtube or whatever it's like i'm working
0: yeah exactly dude like, yeah i mean exactly is, You're i'm getting, just
1: trying to provide for our family I mean, just, exactly
0: <laughs> i mean do you think dude but um i mean so do you think you can uh i mean can you ever like kind of recall a time when? uh I don't know, like having to readjust something that you, you know, you may you, say you had everything kind of set up and, you know, I don't know what happens. Just like the deer just go, whoop, they just disappear. You know how they'll just go nocturnal in a second. I mean, especially here where we hunt. I mean, ha, I mean have you ever had to kind of like readjust your tactics to, you know, I mean, almost even like we talked about access earlier. Like, have you ever had to like kind of readjust in such I, a way?
1: Yeah, constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to say, As far as, in my opinion, there's virtually no such thing as a nocturnal deer. Um, Ooh, tell me about that. I want to know about it. Well, just, he's moving in daylight somewhere. He may be nocturnal on your property, but, I mean, there's, rarely has there ever been a deer that I felt like bedded on a property I was hunting that I couldn't at least get daylight pictures of on a semi-routine basis. Um, It's just a matter of, you've got to get a lot of time, like if a Especially like a five-year-old and up, you've got to be within a couple hundred yards of where he's laying down to see him in daylight.
0: Right. And you hunt these small parcels, so it's not like, you know, so that it can be done. It can be done. Yeah.
1: I mean, so like small parcels, it's, I mean, you're literally just rolling the dice of how, you know, like there's a lot of small properties that you'll have good bucks on that you will virtually never have a chance of killing outside of the rut that Mm -hmm. it's just not somewhere they're going to lay down. Yeah. And so it, you just have to, you know, you just
0: got to go where they're at. Pretty yeah, much got to
1: go where they're at. I mean, if it's a big enough deer, I'll go knock on, you know, knock on doors and keep trying to find out where they're bedding. Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, so, I mean, you do that through your, I mean, it's like, again, uh, we talked to, uh, um, I, well, we talked to Walker. I think he said one of the things he likes to do is if he's got, if he's got a, if he's on a deer, you know, he's going to put a camera up and then he'll back off he'll kind of do like a 200 yard radius or hundred yard radius where he sees that travel path go. And then he'll place another camera That's until he backs into where he thinks that deer is crossing out of coming out of a bedding area.
1: That's pretty much exactly what I do. I mean, okay. if, and, I mean, the way I look at it is if I'm not getting daylight pictures of him, I'm not close to his bed. Okay. I mean, and I'm, you know, there's a, there's a deer out there somewhere that literally doesn't move in daylight, but it, I mean, I think it's one in a million. Like, it
2: is. It is. How many cameras are you running at one time most of the time?
1: I've got, I don't know. I've got over, I've got probably 20 something cell cameras and.
0: That was my next question. Was I honestly couldn't card. even tell you
1: how many cameras I have. I Good mean,
0: Lord. Yeah. I, I honestly, I'll find
1: two or three a year that I forgot existed. Like, dude,
0: that's <laughs> awesome. Well, I have like two or three of that. So how many of these cameras die, like die on you? Cause like, this is my bit. Okay. So I'll buy, like, I'll find an Amazon special usually around Christmas. it will be like 60, 50, $60. And, and again, I should know better, but you know, Hey, if you can get a cheap, you know, you can get a cheap camera and get a cheap camera. Well, it works great for like a year and then like you could put it back out and then right before the season starts. I mean, it's, it's just not working anymore. There's something happening. The IR is messed up. Something, something's jacked up on it. Then it's just, it dies. So, I mean, do you, do you have that happen? I mean, I mean, oh, you're yeah. probably running better cameras than I am. I, I should ask that. Uh, this is the guy that had to go like get a canoe to get a camera one time because it was almost submerged. This is true. <laughs> yeah. go, going back to like backing into a deer with a, with cameras. Um, I mean, how does that work? Do you think for a guy that's on a hunting club, where you know he's got ten acres, he's got five acres, and you just have to get lucky. Running, just got to be right really. five acres, and and I, th- I think you're right about that. And I I, I feel bad to, you I, I, I feel bad saying that. But in a way, it's kind of like that is the situation you're in, and you know, it I guess there's only I don't know anybody that can go into a hunting club situation if if y'all don't have big deer on your property already. You know, and back in it, and it's just not going to happen. You know, I've seen yeah.
2: people fist fight at hunting clubs about, yeah, little chunks of property. I'm like, hey, man, yeah, it's you the, got you got a hundred acres out here, and you're fighting old John over here just because he wants to set up in this spot this year. It's always
1: some politics and some drama,
0: yeah. yeah. I, you know, and I, I hate, you know, that's how I grew up hunting, but you know, I, at the same time, I. I don't know that I'd ever want to go back to it. I mean I, I hate I hate saying that to you. It breaks my heart to say that. It really does.
1: When you have when you got a group of guys that are all on the same page and especially like if your if your goal is to just be at camp and have fun and then hunt a little bit, it works out great. But yeah. when you got a group of guys that are all trying to kill big deer, I mean you're just you're all in each other's way. And always yeah. I, you always feel like you're like it's a race. It so is. So it's like you got to be more aggressive than you really need to be. And you just
0: end up screwing each other up.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's just kind of seems to be the way it goes most of the time.
0: I think if you get on a big track, uh, the, the, if everybody's on the same page in your hunting club and I think and around you, and it's co opt, you're in a co op area hunting club and, everybody, had, and they, everybody follows the rules, it is possible.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you got some guys you can trust and you're all on the same page.
0: It it work, it could work really 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 well, but you gotta you gotta be willing to do that. But I mean, you I just to, join a club with some random
1: guys and
0: yeah. I mean, if, outside of drinking eh. beer at the at the at the uh, camp and you know having a good old time. I mean, I really and again, there's again nothing wrong with any of that. I mean, there's that's got its place for sure. And look, if if you want to kill deer and you just want to you want to have meat in the freezer, that's probably the best route to do. I mean, you put enough corn out or you plant your food. but If you don't can't do corn, plant the right food plot. find the right spot. Definitely be, you can be successful. It's, it's possible, but I I don't think it's, po- I, I think where people get all upset about the fact that they can't kill a big deer on a hunting, a hunting club, it's kind of like, maybe you need to take that, uh, that, that shift that like Tanner's talking about where you go into looking at a knocking on a door or picking up a bow or a, a crossbow or something, you know, I mean, it's just, it's just that you have to make that decision for yourself. I mean, if the, if that's what, if you're really serious about killing big mature deer every year, I say keep the lease. Um, you know, if you can, if you if you can afford to, but go out and try to find a place to get permission to hunt on. Yeah. And a lot of times, I mean, I mean, gosh, how many of your leases are free? I've only got. I mean you pay I've only it. got
1: two properties around here that I actually pay to hunt.
0: Yeah, and see, that's proof right there. Like you can get great hunting property, killer hunting property, just by going and not being a jerk and asking and being responsible. And don't yeah. don't approach them like I will hunt your property. You know, I mean I'd be be a professional. <laughs> I mean,
1: I had um I had a deer that I'm not gonna say what county, but you don't have to a hundred percent would have smashed the county record on less than two acres. Yeah. He just happened to disappear like the Wednesday before both season opened. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's doable and you know, like I said, in that case it didn't pan out. But yeah. I mean, say that deer would have stuck around four more days and I would have killed him. Yeah. You know, that's a game. And next time he might, you know, yeah, the, he next, might, dude. the next deer like that may, but yeah. mm-hmm. if like, you would have thought, oh, it's two acres, it's not worth even putting the camera on, oh. you wouldn't have even known that deer was there.
2: That's like right around the corner over here where I live at. Yeah. And my roommate both shot two big deer behind the Yeah. Hey, they, they, yeah. They,
0: both, they both, his roommate killed a giant behind, the, uh, over here uh, off the, well, well, we'll tell you where, we'll show you where it's at later. But yeah, it's right. like, and I'm, and me and my other buddy, uh, on the other, other side of them right, right over here, we'll show you. But, uh, yeah, it's. I mean, just take every – I think it's like a seize every opportunity kind of thing, too. I feel
1: right. Like. I mean, I want to have plans
0: A through Z. Like, exactly. I've got
1: – I mean, every year I've got nice, nice deer that are just in my back pocket. Like, if, you know, that –
0: if you ate one, I would love to there. shoot,
1: but I'm not shooting day one. But I'm going to keep them around just in case.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, I I think that's I the keep best. Keep tabs thing on them just in case. You know, and I think the other thing about having multiple places to go, it, I mean, it's uh, it, it I, I, you can, di- I mean, you know, I've heard people, it's well, you can't grow a big buck or manage a big buck on twenty acres or thirty, or even some people even for whatever reason believe you can't do it on fifty. I think. If you have the number one, if you have the right fifty acres, and it's the right, if you have the right five acres, it's you can do it. You just, you know, you don't necessarily hunt there. Or you know, we've even said on the show before, like if it's that bad, go to a public land. I mean, you pay for it anyway with your taxes. Go,
2: go freaking. Used your- to hunt WMA, and that's all we used to hunt.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you got nowhere else to go, and you don't want, and you don't want to bugger up a, a spot that you've got, and you don't think you can. Lay off that, lay off that one buck, and keep your dove population in check on wherever you're at, and then go to a WMA and, and hunt. Why? Especially like you know, same thing with like the wind being wrong going into one of those places. I mean, right. you know, you got to have a backup plan. So
1: yeah, and that's kind of my logic behind having a lot of spots, and then also like, if you got one spot to hunt, you got to be so. I mean, if you're and you're going to hunt it all year. You got to be so super, super careful about your entry and, and exits and your access and everything, which I try to be anyway, but you know, yeah. you don't want to, I mean, you don't, I used to have a role not to hunt a spot more than once a week, which the last couple of years I've been breaking it a little bit when I really feel like I've got dynamite access and a deer I really want to kill.
0: Especially when the wind and the conditions are right, or you got to, you're about to have a right. front come in. It's impossible. Oh my God.
1: It's hard. <laughs> and, and that's kind of some of the ways like, that not, you know, say, say you just can hunt the weekends to, in some cases, if you don't have a lot of places to hunt, that's probably, you're probably better off that way.
0: And yeah, exactly. Well,
1: it's, I mean, it's hard to really say if you're better off, but you could look at it that way for sure. You right.
0: can make the argument. Exactly. I mean, what would you say to a guy that's like a weekend warrior? Maybe, maybe that, maybe he doesn't even have, uh. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's exact that basically what you would tell a guy that's, you know, hunting on the weekend. I mean, it's like he's got he works Monday through Friday. There's just ain't no way. I mean, he's working till dark, you know, every day, but he might have that one Saturday or that one Sunday to go. I mean, what would you tell him about getting on something? I mean, even if it's just I
1: mean, in a case like that, you probably you can probably get away with being a little bit more aggressive for sure. Gotcha. Um, you know, honestly, like when I was in back when I was in college and just starting the painting business and stuff, I didn't have as much time as I do now, and I seem to do just as I mean, do fine. Of Course I I probably had a little bit lower standards for what I'd shoot then and stuff, but Oh, for I mean, sure.
0: I mean, if it, a one thirty walks out this year, it's game game over for me. <laughs> like it's I mean, going to down. me,
1: a one thirty is like I mean, that's kind of my goal. Like Yeah,
0: exactly. Of
1: course, where I live Back around like Bibb County and Baldwin County, we don't grow them like y'all do out here.
0: Nah, well, I mean, again, I mean the county record in Bibbs one forty one. Exactly. I mean, I, honestly, I mean, I, I, I the fl- bow anyway. Right. I mean, and that's what I hate about some guys too. I mean that okay, let they they have they have their family farm that's like a four thousand acre family farm that like the only them and their two cousins on it. And they brag about all the big deer they've had. We oh, this one, this one we shot. It, it was four hundred and fifty. We let him go. We let him walk at one hundred and fifty. I mean, it's like that's well, like good Dillon for County. you. Yeah, well, good good for you, dude. But you know, honestly, and, and I, I love you know that's why I love Scott Lopez. You know, that man has that Scott Lopez has legitimately killed one fifties and one sixties. But the one one thing I love that he pulls out is like, dude, some people don't even see a one hundred twenty inch deer, let alone take one. Oh yeah, you I know. mean,
1: so like. I mean, like the deer we talked about with the Celine Dion video and all that. Yeah. I mean, I hunted my whole life to kill that deer. And I was, I mean, I thought, you know, if you could kill 130 inch deer in your whole life, you done did it.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, cause just
1: growing up, my dad had killed like one over 130 and I Same don't, think, I don't know to that point, I'd ever even seen one in the woods. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like I said, I'd hunt, I'd hunt every single day after school, every weekend. I mean when I was 12 years old, I was probably putting 90 to hundred days a year Jeez. in a stand. So you figure how many thousands of hours that is. And that was, that may be the first 130 inch
0: deer I'd ever seen in the woods. Right. Exactly. I mean, that's a such a great point, man. I mean, it's, I, it's I, just I,
1: kind of relative to where you're at and like what's around you. And I mean, so I generally find as many mature bucks as I can and smaller properties, maybe even three-year-olds you know because i'm mm-hmm. not if it's five acres i'm not letting anything walk i don't want to shoot really you know yeah exactly. and then i just hunt the biggest four or five of them kind of mm. and that's just kind of what i do i mean if next year came and the biggest deer i had on camera was a 110 and he's mature i i think i would get roughly the same level of excitement trying to play Play that little chess match, with dude. Him. That's
0: awesome because I think I, I think a lot of guys that I think that when they do, they do kind of shoot like they do shoot a one thirty. Then they're like they kind of get I, I don't know. I've seen I've seen it happen both ways too. But
2: I've seen people turn their cold shoulders to
0: yeah, a smaller deer. Uh, that's yeah, shot. that's a that's a nice one there. I mean, like the one we got here on the table. It's just this is a tradition. Me and Kelby started, and I've just kind of kept it going. But. You know, I mean, this was a seven pointer Honestly, I, 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 now I'm not trying to make excuses at all. I'm, I'm very happy with this deer, and I was happy to shoot him when I did. But at the same time, you know, this was a, uh, I thought this was a nine pointer that I, I had on camera. I just was certain, and it, and it was a really, really tough shot to make because it, I mean, he was there was a, reels really thick, and I did shoot it, and I, and I was freaking jack because i was like oh man that's the high not like we caught we caught him uh i think we called him slick rick but this this is a deer this is actually my target buck for like the last four years this is his brother and uh um you know i mean again I, we, we we were letting his brother walk and uh man i just uh i had a guy pretty much trophy shamed the piss out of me like on <laughs> uh the hunt wise app because i had posted a picture of me holding you know holding the antlers and everything yeah. and it's like and you know, i was like man that's kind of Horrible. And like, I was so happy that everybody, you know, all, just about everybody else on that app was like, dude, you're the biggest jerk of all time. Like, right. that guy's happy with that buck and he's stupid. I mean, and to be honest, man, I don't, I'm not saying that I, you no, know, I probably would let this one walk just because I know what else is out there, you know, but if, if I didn't have a, a, a bigger buck than that and I didn't, and I didn't think he would, uh I don't know, man. I, again, I, I'm a, I, I don't, I'm sitting here, Contradicting myself as I speak, but at the same time, I would shot it. I, I don't know, man. I mean, if yeah. you like it, shoot it. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about it. If you like it, shoot it. I mean, I mean... yeah, I, I just you know, it's like I ever, I, I, I love the fact that you'd like you'd be so jacked though to shoot a one hundred and ten inch. I deer.
1: mean, there's there's five and six year old deer that are killable that I don't mess with every year, but because they're not big enough or whatever. But right. I mean, if if that was if I didn't happen to have anything bigger that year that I was spending my time chasing, you can, you can learn something from most any deer, especially yeah. especially older ones. You know, like five and up, you really, you rarely get one that's just
0: trying to commit suicide for yeah, you. Yeah, exactly, exactly. They're harder to they're harder to come by. What's like a piece of gear that you don't think you can just go without? Like your island piece of gear. Like if you had to hunt an island and that's all, and you know, the only piece of gear other than. Let's say you have your bow, but outside of that, I mean, um, what is like yours? Like I got, I, I gotta have this. I'd ha- I guess I'd have to say a summit climber, a summit climber. I mean, there was generally,
1: I, I mean, I, especially taking filming out of the equation, I will just about walk into the woods with a, a handsaw, a summit climber, and my bow, and that's mm-hmm. all I need.
0: Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about it. Uh You know, I mean,
1: you got a flashlight on your phone, mm-hmm. and then you know, I've got X that that's helped a lot, especially. With not losing cameras as
0: much and stuff like that, um, I don't know that I could go without my Ozonics anymore. Uh, I've just had, I've had, I've had way too many situations where you know I've had deer walk up from behind me, and it's like probably had I not had that, that wouldn't have happened. Oh. <laughs> you know, I've never, but, I've tried one one time,
1: and I don't think I saw any deer
0: to to play to play with them with. Yeah, yeah it, and I'll this, be honest, if man, I'm carrying. My you got every you got everything in the world to camera carry. craft
1: and all that just one more thing to carry i mean and I, i'm you know they're expensive but they are of course they're. if i just knew if jesus came to me and said tanner this works i'd probably be carrying one
0: but yeah yeah I, you know man i i'll say this about uh, i'll say this about any sin elimination product and you know again and we i mean i've got one that we're talking to right now as a fur partnership and i'm not i'm not trying to take take down any of them but Nothing, and I'll say this no matter what. I mean, if they're, if they're paying me money, nothing is a hundred percent.
2: Period. My grandpa used to smoke cigarettes in the stand.
1: It's all well. The thing yeah. is, if he can, if a deer can smell that cigarette, he can smell you. Yeah, I exactly. Mean, it's just all about the wind. I used to be a fanatic. I'm talking like, you know, be out there in my underwear, changing clothes in 20 degrees, to I do make that. sure I sprayed every layer down and all that, I still do that. and. You know I just finally came to the conclusion if they if they get downwind they're probably going to smell you most of the time. Mm. If they and you
0: used to wait. If they
1: don't get downwind <laughs> of you, I mean if they get downwind of you, and don't smell you, chances are there's a thermal element or the wind hits yeah. something swirl that you're not realizing that they're not actually and technically so downwind of you.
0: You're 100% hot the wind then. Right. Which I am too. More than
1: anything, yeah. Um so, smoke helps. So I was going to
0: add, so yeah, that was my next thing. You used to have the little, uh, it was a tin jar. Just a
1: beehive smoker. It's a
0: beehive smoker. And he would put like leaves in it and he'd drop a match down in there. And that's the first time I've ever seen anybody do that. And I remember thinking, oh, that's kind of ingenious actually. I think
1: it works every bit as good as like a spray or something. Mm -hmm. Um, typically if I, if I can take a shower and have clean clothes and spray down, I'll go that route. Or if I'm trying to hunt, because I don't really... When I say I hunt every day, I hunt mostly every afternoon. I work every day until about 2 or 3 o'clock during deer season. Yeah. Um. So, like, if I don't have time to take a shower or anything, I normally go the smoke route. But at the end of the day, I think it mostly just comes down to the wind.
0: Yeah, I... And uh, thermals. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, yeah, uh, honestly, I, mean, I love... A lot of people, like, don't hunt morners, don't hunt morners. I'm like... I. I have to, hunt. I love hunting mornings because of the thermals. I mean, it's, but uh I don't know, hunt
1: mornings outside the rut very often.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I love it just because I, I know, I know the wind's going to carry my, my, but
1: sun. a lot of times you don't have a, th- your thermals don't kick in until,
0: Early like until the, sun, sun the, the sun is not sun hitting warm. you.
1: <laughs> yeah. like if you're in the shade, you don't, the thermals aren't helping That's you. True. That's true. That's true. The sun isn't hitting you. Damn. I
0: learned that this year. Like I, I used to think forever. Well, it's morning, so the it, my sin will rise. But then that's not true. It's not true really until the sun gets to that certain point and it you know starts to heat up. And right. It's because of the. It's because of the temperature change. You know. Mm-hmm. So I had no. Again, the science. I should have known that. You know. It's just like I don't know. I, I mean, I, I can be so lazy when it comes to certain things. Yeah. You know, when people tell you, but. Um, I've been really paying attention to the thermals the last. Especially after like the last
1: year, the last couple of years, and trying to kind of figure it out. Because
0: they could flip the script on you in the afternoon in, in, in the right condition from what I've heard, too. Like, I, I didn't yeah. know that. I um, had no idea that that it was like that.
1: I wouldn't say I have, like, a... I mean, like, Dan Infold or somebody could tell you way more than I could ever, but, like, I had a spot this year. Number one, I had a ground blind there, so that's helping with sand a little bit. Yeah, and it's like a sure. little field. And, I mean, I hunted that more... I hunted that spot more than I, if you'd asked me three years ago, could you hunt a spot that much without boogering up the deer? I'd have told you no, but mm. between that ground blind and the the way the sun would hit that field, like first thing in the morning, every morning, it was like you couldn't get smelled there almost.
0: That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's amazing how, how much they'll do, you know, I um I will say this about the ozone generators, especially the ozonics. I mean, it, I think it, you know, Kelby used to say this, and I think this is so true about everything, you know, does it work a hundred percent? No, but does it help? Mm, Yeah, I think it does help. And I'll take any little, and I think if you could take any little precaution that you can take, it does help. But I will say this about ozone as far as what I found. I mean, and I think you should hunt the wind. You should enter, you enter into the place with the wind in your face. You hunt with the wind in your face. Now, throwing the ozone down to your downwind I think it gives you, you know, slight edge. Again, does it, is it going to a hundred percent work? Probably not. Is it going, it doesn't spook the deer at least is what I've, I've come to find now they do. I will say this, they do kind of, I mean, if you move, they're going to see you move, you know, (laughs) because that movement's a big deal to them, you know? Um, and I did try their, uh, I think it was scent crushers, um, uh, mobile wash suit because it's supposed to be for the guy that works during the middle of the day yeah. and he can't go take a shower so it's just supposed to work i'm too fat to sit you know <laughs> like it would zip up it's like one size fits all i was like this is a problem like i already know one size. I, i'm too fat all. dude no i am way too fat i'm like Argh. i'm too tall and i'm too fat and i can't it would not fit i was like i don't know i don't know I, i've been waiting to write scent crusher about that I'd be like, hey, listen. This is really embarrassing. The version. I, I, you guys got the fat man version because uh, uh, I got this for Christmas. I really like the idea of this, but because <laughs> I was like, you know, I was getting tired of like, you know, taking a shower and then, you know, I always put up my little, I'll, I always I, and I used her, I used Sick Crusher's little um, thing to send off all my clothes, but, uh, you know, I, I hated having to leave it in my, my little duff bag and then change it, you know, because I mean, <laughs> where I get changed at, there's somebody, there's always somebody driving down the road. Actually, our friend that we know. I just wave. Yeah, just wave. Like, hey, I'm out here like half naked, just getting dressed. You know, Give me some ones <laughs> while you ride by, please. Right, exactly. Was... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got a, you, you got a story about changing? Oh, I was just saying,
1: <laughs> uh, me and Hunter decided we were going to hunt some public <laughs> this year, and I'm out there in my underwear changing these. I think it's some. They look like they are kind of sketchy, but I think it was a guy and a lady out there parking. Oh, my God. Because so, they were only there about 10 or 15 minutes, and they come by, and I'm changing, and I just wave at them, like, <laughs> standing
0: there in my underwear. No, nothing to see here.
1: How y'all doing? Hey, exactly, yeah. dude. I shot that deer
2: behind the house in my OB shirt and my jeans. <laughs>
0: See, you know, <laughs> right
2: off work, right out to
1: the blind. See,
0: we're going to do a whole episode <laughs> on things that people believe. So all right, here's the thing. I've killed a bunch in
1: just regular clothes, especially out in the ground. Blind. You, I've mm-hmm. seen,
0: ta- no, I've seen Tanner shoot deer, big deer with blue jeans on, which is like a, you know, you hear that's a giant no-no. Now I will say this. When you've been in jeans, you've been in a blind, right?
1: Well, I'm pretty part. sure that 11 pointer you were talking about earlier, that shot with the rifle. Yeah. I think I was wearing jeans when I killed him. I was just, I wouldn't be
0: surprised. I want cause I want to, I've seen you hold a giant deer and I was, I was like, he's got freaking blue jeans on Stucker Just does it all. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, see, that just goes to show you, man, I think it, I think it just really, it's all about how you tactically set up on them. But, uh, dude, that's, that's so back to gear, back to gear. <laughs> but sorry, right. I'm good with these kind of rabbit holes. Cause they, I mean, they're good points, but, uh, so, uh, I, you know, for me, um, I'm definitely – I'm all – I'd say the Ozonics is my island piece of gear. But, uh, I mean, I think the only other thing that I think that I absolutely would – you know, if I only had to have maybe two pieces of gear, it would be the, uh, probably the Ozonics and the uh, – um, man, I, I, I would definitely say – it probably – I don't know, man, my, my phone, dude. I mean, honestly, and it's not because I need it for entertainment or anything else. It's like you said, the Onyx – Uh, if you're going onto a new piece of property, especially if you're scouting a piece of property and you need to plot a a trail or you need to, you know, lock. I mean, I I definitely, definitely would think, yeah, the phone, it's just become such a staple too. And it's for safety reasons too.
1: Yeah, I didn't think, I didn't know we were counting a phone as gear. I would count that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, I mean, honestly, like my wife's like uh, 80% or more before you go hunting, like, you know, like especially in the afternoon, she's like, I'm not you're not allowed to even go unless that phone is over 80%. So, which I think that's always a good rule. Now, if you're sitting there playing, I don't know, what were you saying? Squirrels God, and- I
1: remember being like a, a teenager and not having a watch, not having a phone, anything. I'd be out there like hunting in the morning, like trying to, use my fingers like okay the fi- the sun is three fingers above the pine tree yes it's dude. gotta be 10 o'clock you that's get, how we used to do it are <laughs> you you fall asleep for 30 seconds and you wake up and you have no idea what time it is oh god
0: that's the dude, honestly like, yeah, it's
1: gotta be noon they're probably looking for me I need to go back and oh get back dude and just- Look,
0: that I think that's happened to everybody back then though I mean I, there, there's a lot of things that if you think about it man how different it is now like uh, I mean back, I mean I I, mean, I had cell cams that had the, the Kodak uh you know, the little zip 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 camera. I mean, it take a pic. You know, it, it had the motion sensor. Film and all. Yeah, it was film. You had to go get your trail cams pics developed. So it'd be like I remember doing that with my dad. Yeah, it's like I mean, it was and it was loud and it was too. The
1: coolest thing ever too. Oh, I know, then. man. I
0: was like, this technology, you ain't gonna beat this, man. They ain't gonna come up with nothing else. That'll, that'll There's a
1: fine line between. I mean,
0: you think it's cheating? I don't know. <laughs> or a technological advance. You know who we need to get to be a deer I mean, hunter. I've
1: killed, I've killed deer <laughs> with a rifle. That, I mean, with a cell camera and a rifle, it almost feels like cheating.
0: It does, yeah. and
1: it. I mean, I don't know. It's.
0: <laughs> it depends. It depends on how. It depends. I think it just depends on how you.
1: But how I'm not going to say it. that somebody's cheating if they shot a deer with a rifle and a cell camera. Oh no, not at all. But I mean, sometimes, I don't know. It's, I mean, you talk to my granddad about cell cameras; he'd probably have a whole different perspective on. Oh, I bet. Oh,
0: guaranteed, man. I mean, my, my dad loves it. I mean, he embraces it all. Like he has. It, to,
1: I mean, it's good for the sport in the way and the fact that you understand your deer herd better, what's going on better. Cell cameras have, like me personally, trail cameras have probably saved more deer's lives, because, I mean, think about how a lot of the deer that I've killed. You may have had nighttime pictures of them for a couple of years before you killed them, and, you know, that whole time, I'm letting decent deer walk that if I didn't know there was something better there, mm-hmm. you'd be you'd be wanting to shoot them. You know? Yeah,
0: I, you know what? That, I think that's a great perspective. Honestly, and part of me kind of wants my kids to not – I mean, I think just by default they're going to have that. I mean, with the trail cams, they're just going to do it anyway. But, you know, I kind of almost want them not to have their uh, – you know, I kind of want to, I don't know if I'm saying, I'm not going to, I'm not going to let them suffer necessarily, but there's a few things I think I'm going to make sure they do without before they get into anything like, like an ozone. They're going to, they're going to definitely hunt wind. They're not going to, not going to buy them an ozone unit and make them, let let them use ozone. They're definitely going to have to have the win. You know, I feel
1: like I came up at like almost like the perfect time. Like yeah, I think you did. When I, when I first started hunting, we didn't have cell phones and stuff. I mean, we, as kids, you played outside and everything else and then i think i first got a cell phone when i was like 14 or 15 something mm-hmm. like that so you're i mean kind of I- got the benefit of it but didn't grow up depending on it like a <laughs> kids now three years old the tablets their babysitter
0: type i was deal. 19 when i got a cell phone for the first time was that yeah. a bag phone pretty much this is it that joker definitely flip boy <laughs> that was my thing i had a, I had a flip phone
1: I've thought about going back to one, honestly,
0: dude. Bain. Seriously, it, it it probably was. I feel like I'd enjoy my life a lot better. I really do. I'll like tell you a, what's
1: like eye opening is like when you're somewhere like a hire or something. You don't have service. Mm-hmm. You realize how many times you've pulled your phone out of your pocket and checked it, and you're like, "Wait a minute, dummy! You don't have service. Dude. What are you checking for?" And it's just like it's a out of habit. Ingrained. Dude, if I had, had as many
0: followers as you did, though, man, I think I would be very, very. I, I mean it's not that I'm looking like I need that gratification or anything like that. I just, it's just kind of cool that anybody pays it at this point, you know, cause we haven't really done anything to make this, you know, we haven't done any kind of big, super big launch or anything like that for the show. But it, I mean, if we did, you know, and we got, we got any kind of a response even close to Tanner's, I'd be like, that's just so cool that people are paying attention to you. You know, and it's like, it doesn't,
1: uh, doesn't affect your life really. I yeah. Mean, I don't think it does. I mean, sometimes it is, it is cool to be like, okay, I reached this many people, but yeah, I mean, if you if you look at it that way, you you just never be happy. But yeah, exactly. Like, and
0: then at that point, I don't want to. I don't want. If you got a hundred,
1: if you got a hundred new followers a day for a year, then you'd just be wanting more. Yeah, I'm like, you know I am like,
0: I mean, yeah, exactly. And, I and like you said, like to your point before, like I I don't want my deer hunting life to be any in any way, shape, or form negatively affected by. Some key banger on a on a dagum you know right or, or at, at their mom's house in their basement, who's probably never <laughs> even shot a deer who's never even I mean if they have you know they yeah. did it in it they they pay ten thousand dollars for a high fence, nothing against high fence people I've, uh, they, they have their place correct <laughs> yeah exactly, but I'll hey, tell
1: you this though for real I mean I've shed hunted in some high fences that you could like around here they're in Georgia, I mean, they're all native genetics because mm-hmm. you can't bring a deer into Georgia. And, like, when I was training my shed dog, I'd talked talk to two different ones where I could go in there and shed hunt. And you could literally walk around in there all day and not see a deer.
0: Really? Oh, yeah? I yeah. mean,
1: like, like, legitimately.
0: Wow. That's like, crazy. are they're, they're <laughs> that,
1: crafty. I mean, they're not, you know, you say high fence, people think, shake the bucket, and here they come. That's yeah. like a deer farm. Not, yeah.
0: I, I, yeah, I think that's a difference. Yeah, I... Oh, you know, there's, there's two, and there's
1: like areas in a high fence. Like, okay, for example, I found like probably four sheds, three or four sheds from one buck within like maybe a 50 yard circle. So that kind of tells you, and it was like an obscure area where the road was kind of bad that they probably didn't go as much. And that kind of tells you there that like that buck had adapted to know that he only had a certain amount of space, and he would found fifty little acres, or I mean, he found probably five or ten little acres that didn't get messed with, and he spent the majority of his time there. That's
0: crazy, you know. So, I mean, did you just like go talk to them, or like, hey man, can I come shed hunt just to just to do it, or just to train the dog, or pretty much, dude? That's awesome. I mean,
1: I just, I, I mean, I already knew the people.
0: Oh, uh, you kind of knew the people. Okay, cool. That yeah. I'll
1: tell you who later.
0: Oh uh, yeah. yeah, tell me who later. Tell me who later. Yeah, because then we be, <laughs> if we tell them, everybody be calling. Hey man go shit hunt your shed hunt your property yeah yeah uh but um yeah man, i mean
2: i've I, you yeah, know nothing
0: against the high fence people i just
2: um you know i think that's the vibe everybody gets though oh high fence you shake a bucket here they go yeah. yeah exactly man, i've never
1: hunted in one and you know i don't personally i don't know that it would do a whole lot for me but i mean i get it because it's really not doing anything but guaranteeing you that your neighbors are not shooting your deer yeah that's like that's or, about it i say it. your deer they're not shooting the deer then there's there, a whole,
0: there's just a whole three, three, uh, three-letter, three-letter word. What's that? E N O. No, the other one <laughs> it starts with a C, <laughs> ends with an R. C W D. Oh, there's saying, a whole how debate. How does that end with an R? Well, I don't know where I thought that. I was like car. ADHD, dude. That's what it gets. That's, yeah, that's you don't have to worry about but car was a good one because you
1: don't have to worry about cars either. And that it. is
0: true. You don't have to worry about your yeah, it it could be I've got some cars.
1: spots in the city that like Okay, that same two acres I was telling you about earlier. Yeah. I bet you I had eight or ten bucks that that I had over the course of this season on that place that would have been nice deer, that were messed up on one side because they've been hit by hit a car. by
0: cars. Yeah. Well we, you know
1: they get hit and then the next year that the one side of the rat grows funky because the calcium or whatever was used to fix those bones.
0: Yeah. I don't yeah. know if the, I think this guy just wasn't quite developed yet. Uh, not of course I'm doing, talking about stuff that people can't see on an audio podcast, but you know, I think he was either, I don't know if he got hurt or what. He probably but, just
1: bumped into something in velvet.
0: Yeah. I think something like that and just kind of stifled him here. But you know, um, I, but I've seen a ton of deer like that. And I've, you know, what's sad is I think a lot of people, I mean, there's a whole other debate, but uh, that's a cold buck. Shoot him. You know, it's like, hey man, dude, if you just had let that buck go one more year, like, he probably wouldn't have been.
1: The average cold buck is just a young buck. Like, the average of what gets called a cold buck is just a young buck. That's what I've always thought. And you can't really change your genetics. No. Because, I mean, deer just, they move around. They relocate. But, now... You, if you've got a buck that's never gonna be what you consider a trophy that's four or five years old.
0: Yeah, take him. Yeah. I mean
1: he's running he's running other deer off that potentially would be. Yeah. That I mean, it makes sense to call one a quote unquote coal buck.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think that's the I think if you call you know, like you said, quote unquote call them by age class, like you said, if it's not He's not gonna blow. My dad, you know, you. not that you think you're like affecting the genetics. No, no. Well, some no. people do, but you know, and a lot of people don't even realize that. Yeah, you know, I think the it's the majority of the. I think I'm really. This would be a great de- for for the debate episode, but um uh the genetics of of any buck, the majority of it comes from the doe, not the buck, not the daddy. You know, a lot of it comes from the the pedigree comes from the mama. I heard that from a deer farmer. No. I just
1: assumed it'd be like half, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I thought
0: it'd be 50-50 too, you know, I've, but Maybe. apparently a lot of the, ant, the the antler genetics, a lot of it's made up, uh, they say it's from the 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 mama. And I was like, I don't, huh. don't know. It's like a it's like a 60-40 thing, I think. And I was like... I, yeah, that'd be I, over I, my head to say, really. Yeah, really. I, again, I, again, I heard this from a deer farmer. Somebody somebody can fact check me, and, I, and I'm okay to be wrong about that. I'm happy to be wrong with that. Again, I thought it'd be 50-50 as well. You know, but, you know, and that, but that is also a great point, you know. I mean, I don't know, but how, how do you, how, you wouldn't be able to call, you wouldn't know what doe to shoot that had, oh, that doe's got bad genetics, better shoot her. Right. You know, she's spitting out, unless you knew for a fact. I've been trying
1: to get rid of the blowing gene.
0: Dude, everybody. Those
1: blows. Duh.
0: Dude, honestly, yeah. So far, it's
1: not working. <laughs> no,
0: dude. <laughs> no, I don't think so, man. I honestly, man, I, there was one year I said, look, every doe that blows at me, is She's going to die that's, that's that's the, That was the year I shot three does
1: <laughs> That's row. probably the thing I dislike most About bow hunting is usually if you get Blown at by a doe you can't kill her Oh god no So like Actually I think this year was the first time I've actually got blown at one And got a shot at it and it ducked it Because mm-hmm. obviously it was on you know edge But With a rifle that's, <laughs> that's probably, That might be my favorite thing about rifle hunting
0: Blowing Don't it away. Come in and,
1: blown at you and okay and about 75, 80
0: yards. Boom, boom. Boom, you're done. She blows no more. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think it was the year the hurricane hurricane came in.
1: Yeah.
0: It, uh, how many deer was that? Three that you just shot in a row? Like back to back the to hurricane? back? It was the hurricane. You call it the hurricane deer. It was uh, the okay. one where you killed like three does. In I the think I the killed
1: three the first week.
0: No, I'm I'm pretty sure it was the same day. Like it was raining. It was like pouring down rain in the middle of a hurricane. You shot
1: I'm not sure. I've, you killed, killed, I've killed I've killed a lot of does. So <laughs> it's like I've killed so um, many
0: does, don't ask me.
1: Oh, I, only, I think the only time we killed three Young Jamie,
0: get on that. I mean, young Caleb, get on that.
1: I think the only time we killed three in one day was when I took my brother. And we were rifle hunting, but that was in November.
0: Yeah, I think you uh it, it was it, maybe it was two. I'm pretty sure it was two, but it was one of those, but that would to me, honestly, and I I've the again, this, this guy here, his uh his brother, my target buck, uh he uh um only time I'd ever get a shot at this deer would be in the middle of the rain. It would be in either yeah. it'd be light drizzle rain or in the middle of or, or rain. Uh-huh. I, and like the, the closest encounter I ever had with him, honestly I should have shot him. I should have just, you know, made you know, made the turn and, and I had my rifle at the time. I was like, I could have just I could have easily just it could have easily. I mean, I was just scared to. I mean, he was staring dead at me. I'm on the ground. I was on the ground, in a one of those little poppy up blinds, and I'm just like, yeah. it, I was like, oh my god. I, I
1: would will. almost rather be just sitting on the ground against the tree than in a little. I should have a little spring steel tent blind just because I'm a, I'm a big boy. Yeah, like,
0: dude, exactly. Same. Well, I mean, you're not as wide as I am, but I mean, but it's still. I mean, I, I was like freaking. I wanted to. I, I swear to. I could. have, I wanted to should have barrel rolled. I mean, honestly, <laughs> what a, it was like a lawn chair. So and it was lawn chair and had that little cover. And I could not – I could easily shoot out the front, but I could not shoot to the left yeah. where he was coming from.
1: That's the biggest disadvantage from ground hunting for sure. Oh,
0: God, yeah. I, I told myself, you know what? I'm either It's either going to be a complete pop line where I could have you know, all windows open and it's brushed in like incredible, and but after that it's not ever going to happen again. But yeah. I mean, but, I
1: typically use blinds in an area that's so thick I can really only see down one lane out the front. Yeah. Because you don't want any back windows open because then you yeah. skylighting yourself. Exactly. And really,
0: I don't want. Especially if they're going to come in the side. You want as few windows
1: open as possible anyway, just for the. As far as the scent and all. Yeah, the
0: advantage. That's the whole. One of the biggest advantages of a blind is how it locks yeah. in the scent a little it well, doesn't lock him. It It, Hel- it,
1: helps. it mean, helps. It helps a whole I lot. I don't care what anybody says. It
0: helps. I, I agree, dude. I've had so. I mean, that that's case in point. I mean. Even though it it, kind of screwed me (laughs) in a way, but one of the biggest deer of my life was coming straight at me. He was, you know, I think he was a one twenty. I think we, I think the guy said he would have easily gone one twenty two or something like that. But at the time, and he was way bigger. Oh my gosh, he was huge. He got killed last year. It was terrible. (laughs) But uh, do
1: be like that sometimes.
0: They do, man. Well, um, dude. So here's my uh, final thing, man. I mean, what do you what do you think is probably the most important thing we can do as a hunting community as a as deer hunters uh that we could do for our sport to you know i don't know i mean what do you, what do you feel like is the most important thing i mean uh, we get answers all the time they're always different
1: um you know when you sent me that list of stuff you want to talk about i meant to think about that one and come up with a good answer but i don't know man i mean i guess get get kids involved which seems you're the to be. first
0: person that has said that i, mean, I wish if you're didn't.
1: talking about like the you know the the sport as a whole it's, yeah i could definitely see so like everybody claims that deer hunting numbers are decreasing personally i do not see that but i could see i mean i could see like like 10 and under now i could see where it will, it will be a challenge to get those kids like involved in hunting Past
0: i think that's the point of yeah. my
1: dad took me but like mm-hmm. Like when those kids are 16 that grew up playing a tablet and, yeah, you know, I don't, I could see it mm. being a challenge to get those kids out and actually hunting because. Uh,
0: you know, man, I think, um, I think especially in Georgia, it's hard for us to see that. Uh, I, I feel like cause we're, you know, I mean, granted we are not, I mean, what is it, Iowa and what's the other, what's the other couple states. I don't think Iowa is even considered the, even the top as great as it is. I don't think they're even considered the, the, in the top three states of, that are big deer hunting states. I, know I mean, big,
1: Iowa's pretty much everybody's number one. That's
0: everybody's number one place they want to. I think they want to go. But as far as I mean, like I think deer hunters much, per capita, I can't remember.
1: Are you talking about the the number of deer? Yeah, hunters? Yeah, number of deer hunters. That's probably going to be New Jersey. Yeah. Or are you talking about per capita or per square mile? I think per capita. I think oh, okay. I think it's been like it's probably going to be Alabama. I think Alabama. Uh, Mississippi,
2: Kentucky is the top one. What? For, Four point five million population.
0: Young Caleb on the game. Look at him, dude.
1: You said the amount Kentucky. of deer. I thought we were talking about the amount of deer hunters. I'll talk about
0: the amount of deer hunters. Well,
1: two point five. Hold on.
0: Well, hey, per, per well, capita, per cap, per capita deer. Now that's great info to know too. You got a place in Kentucky, don't you? Um, or a place too yeah, good in Kentucky.
1: I've got a. I'm not quite sure what I'm going to do this year. I'm, I'm, may go back to Whitetail Heaven. May try to find a lease dude, somewhere. White,
0: that Whitetail Heaven looks like it's awesome. I just, I, that,
1: I got. Yeah, I mean, I got a membership up there. So like, basically, you kind of have. I mean, they have all these that's farms.
0: ingenious, man. Too like the way they did that. They've got all these
1: farms that they run hunts on hunters on, and then you can just kind of hunt wherever you want. And that's an ingenious way to like, do that. Is it more affordable that way too? Um, it is, especially like when you consider, like when you compare what they charge versus like if you were to lease something and yeah. then get a hotel and then all that.
0: And so you got to stay at their lodge too.
1: Yeah. And That's crazy. Uh, I mean, they're, they've got a lot of good land and a lot of land that like from a guiding perspective, doesn't make a whole lot of sense that yeah. like, you know, their average client is not going to want to climb a mountain to go yeah, hunt. For sure. And then I can go, I'll throw back a corn on my back and a camera and go climb that
0: mountain and pretty much have it to yourself. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, I think that's a great that's a great business model too.
2: For some it, reason, the only thing I'm getting pulled up as of 2013, Texas was the highest. Really, hunt, deer, deer hunters,
0: hunters per capita? That makes sense, though. That makes sense to me. That as far as them being that, There's not many. a whole lot of capita. Nah, nah, not really. <laughs> it, the, honestly, and you know, uh, Pen, like places like Pennsylvania, I know they're uh, like they the whole state shuts down when they go deer hunting. Yeah. Like I worked for a company they like that's all they did. Like I mean it was like you know like hey uh, deer season start gun season it, it was gun season specifically when gun season starts in Pennsylvania. They say I mean and I, th- and I think they do the whole they run dogs or whatever. I, I I don't know. I could be completely wrong, but you know them being the biggest like you know per capita deer hunting state as far as deer hunters go. But I think the point is though that I mean the you know us having uh, as deer hunters, I mean, I, I definitely the the our our own deer hunting pandemic is the fact that we don't have a lot of the hunter recruitment like that goes on, especially among kids. Uh, it's just it's and again, I don't think we notice that much in I being mean, in Georgia because I mean, we all a lot a lot of people hunt here.
1: Even in my lifetime, it seems like hunting is becoming less accessible, and to me, it just seems like it's more people hunting. Yeah, but it,
0: it does. I think if you go I mean, to license
1: sales don't lie, but I mean, right. you take Iowa, for example, like I'm saving up points to go to Iowa, it for takes sure. five years to go to the best area and it used to take two Yeah. or yep. you look at like, like West Kentucky in the nineties, you could go knock on doors and hunt for free. And now it's $30, $40 an acre to lease land.
0: Yeah. That's like, okay. I, I think, I think that's, I think that's in part due to people like. You know, people like the hunting public and 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 Sequan and stuff like that because they've they've made that kind of stuff. Oh, I didn't know I could easily go do that. You know, I mean, guys right. like you, you know, who are able to go knock on a knock on a door. You know, and I, uh, you know, and I, I do worry about. You know, of course, I mean, I, we're obviously talking about the opposite thing. You know, kind of like land disappearing. You know, but I, again, my buddy Brady in uh in North Georgia that we had on the show, he, he I mean, they live in a tourist town and you know what they love up there is the mountains well you know people want to see deer but they don't want to hunt them you know so they're building all these lodges and stuff and he can't you know like the the opportunity is absolutely the window is shrinking up there for them and it's kind of like you know you worry about you worry about those kind of things supposedly
1: the population of the deer in the north georgia mountains is like a third of what it was right it's declined 20 years ago yeah i've heard that i've heard that too i wanted to say it was Mostly because of timber management, but I'm not 100 yeah. percent sure.
0: I can't. I can't remember. I saw. I think I want to say I saw that article in Gon, or maybe you. I think you either. I think you posted it or shared it. I, I, I want to say it was off of your page. I want to say I saw that, which is kind of crazy. You know, I'd have to ask my buddy about that. But um, yeah, man, I, I, I've just. I think that's probably one of the biggest things we can do as hunters.
2: So apparently, from what I'm looking at right here, it says based on 2015 deer population estimates for. North America Whitetail Magazine, Georgia's deer population was around 1.2 million in 2015.
0: Yeah. 1.2 million. That sounds about right. What was the, what was the, I couldn't dispute it. I haven't counted them. Nah, dude. I sure would like to try though. (laughs) I don't know. Our
1: state. Now, as far as like what the state of Georgia could do different. I can give you a whole podcast. On hey that. man,
0: look from a guy that grew up in Houston County, I can tell you right, Daggum! Now they need to they need to open up the bear days. They need to give us at least four. Let us do whatever bait, and at least give us okay. Hell, one. Yeah, so I'll take one. I don't care. I'll, I mean, I'll shoot one. I'll be fine. DNR thinks there's like. No
1: bears. Forty bears in Twiggs County, and I've seen five in one day,
0: dude. I'm like, serious. I don't think I seen
1: one. I don't think I saw one eighth of the bears in the county in, in absolutely. a
0: absolutely. Oh, dude, go, you can't hunt. It looks like that. there's two problems with hunting in Houston County, in my opinion. And then this, this is my home. This is where I grew up. I grew up hunting in Houston County. You know, back and I will agree. In the '90s, when I was hunting here, you know, when I first started, I can't say that I ever saw a bear, but one time, out of 15 years that I hunted. Now I went back to a I went back and hunted a place nearby where I used to hunt. I mean, probably not even half a mile down the road. I saw three bears, and it's like, and then you know, on the way there, there was a bear on the side of the road that was dead. You know, and it was just like they'd been get hit by a freaking car, and I'm like, and, and I, again. I got twig's counters. I got pictures Dude, on my trail camera. We Personally, to get a couple of humans too. Right. He he hunts on a Twig's house and county line at, at this one particular undisclosed location. It's nothing but bears. Nothing yep. but bears and hogs. I got a bear
2: I got a picture of a bear laying out like he's posing for the camera.
0: Dude.
1: Yeah, so like I had that that club where I killed the Celine Dion buck, we'll call him. Mm-hmm. Out there, man, it was like I mean, you put corn in a camera up. You're gonna have bears on it, and when yeah. they find it, they're gonna lay there and make sure nothing else gets any corn mm-hmm. until they get done eating it.
0: That's right. I mean, I mean, if
1: they're full, they'll just lay right there and make sure nothing else comes. Seriously, These greedy I, little jokers.
0: I, I, I mean, honestly, I realized that you know it was an indigenous animal and it shit and it, and, it, and it and I may had look. I'm not a biologist or a scientist or anything like that or whatever. And it would be a
1: difficult, like. I could see where it would be difficult to say, okay, we need this many bears killed because they cover a lot of ground. And I mean, it ain't like
0: you can get them all together and count them. No, but exactly. But it's gotta be over. It's gotta be more than it's supposed to be.
1: It's definitely more than they they're claiming. It is. Oh, I, I
0: agree.
2: I agree. hundred percent. I can't remember how many they said got shot this year. It was, it was but like I three? think it was like,
0: it was like 3000 oh, uh, or not three thousand, but, uh, um, uh, 300 or something. It wasn't even that much. The
1: thing is you get one day in January and they're not moving in January. Right. If it's cold, I mean, they don't truly hibernate here, but when it's cold, they're not really moving.
0: And you can't bait. It's like two days.
1: And it's like, i was surprised he did that. You're almost afraid to shoot one because. Oh, dude. I knew a guy, a guy that was on the club I was on, killed one and had like a dump bed on his side by side or whatever. So they let that down to load the bear up and then like, they take it to the check station. Game warden's like, okay, tell us where you killed it on this property. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we're familiar with that. Like, they'd done scoped out their whole property. Then, like, when apparently when the guy let the dump gate down, like, two kernels of corn fell out of the dump gate. Oh, and no. two or three days later, the game wardens are, like, at his door, like, hey, you want to explain this? Like... It turns into a crime I mean, the, scene. They
0: they take the bear so serious, even if
1: you're not doing anything wrong, you're almost afraid to Dude, <laughs> shoot I, I, well, one.
0: Th- that's the thing, man. Like I, again, I mean, and I think Like I think it's episode uh, episode three or four with I uh, um, I don't even know what my own episodes are. Episode episode four with a uh, Mike Love, but the guy from uh, Michigan. You know, he, I mean, we told him. Me and Kelby were talking about how bad. Just how, I mean, it's, it's that ridiculous. I mean, you literally, when you shoot a bear here, it is a freaking, it's like, Hale said, it's like CSI when they come out and they come out, to make sure you didn't have any amount of bait out there. And then they, they, they draw it and map it and plot it. I didn't even know they did that. And then, then you got to take it to the check station and they got to open them up and see what all's up. And I, I mean, but dude, by the time you do all that, I mean, I, I'm okay with even that dude, but let's like, what happened to your buddy? I mean, two kernels of corn? Are you serious? When it's yeah, legal to shoot a deer? He, I don't think he actually got in
1: trouble for it, but... I, think, I hope he didn't, man. Still, just like the... They still probably made a big deal
2: about it. Oh, I
0: guarantee yeah, yeah, They what? made a big deal about just it. It's
1: a big rigmarole. Uh,
0: it's, it's just... It's, again, you know, I don't... Again, we're not really as bad as... You know, from what... I, again, you can hear all about... Uh, Mike, Mike Love could tell you all about um, Michigan's... <laughs> with stuff with their DNR up there, but... And the, NR, and the NRC they deal with too. I mean, it's just, it's awful the stuff they have to deal with. And then I, we are again, Georgia. We're nowhere near that. But man, I don't know. I worry, dude. I kind of worry about stuff like that when we're having to make. I mean, seriously, the bears are ridiculous. Like, I, I really think that the best thing they can do right now, I mean, a stand behind us in any kind of litigation when it comes to hunting. Absolutely support us hundred well, percent. But outside of that, let the bear. give me some more bear days.
1: The one thing that they did do great is they made it where if you hunt somebody's property and you get hurt, you can't sue them.
0: I love that. That's great for the landowner. So
1: yeah. So like, you yeah. know, because like I was telling you before, when you knock on somebody's door, the first thing they're afraid of is safety. So then, you know, I bow hunt. There's never been a, nobody's mm. ever been accidentally shot with a bow
0: and copability.
1: And then <laughs> the second thing is worried about you getting hurt and you yep. tell them about that law and,
0: that's the first clause I put in all my leases. that's the first thing I have on all little clause lists at the very end of everything is is the uh uh you know hey you are not if you look at this uh, i can't remember what law it is, but it quotes it and it cites it and everything usually that puts people at ease too when you're when you're working on right. a lease but yeah yeah man i um yeah I definitely agree hundred hundred recruitment for kids i think that's as a in general that should be top priority but when it comes to what was your thing? I feel like I bum rushed your question to think for Georgia. What did you say that we need to do in Georgia that he's been um,
1: well, so like the biggest thing, I mean, it's almost to me, it's almost like our state is waging war on young bucks. I mean, yeah, so you got almost every bit of public land in the state, you have quota and check in hunts, yeah, where you have they give you free buck tags. It's but most a lot of them are buck only, you get two or three free buck tags, and you have two days to use them. <laughs> so it's like it's like they're almost saying, Please come out here and shoot a spike or yeah. a three point. Yeah. I, and then they think we're our doe po- they think our population is just hurting in so many areas. Nowhere there's nowhere I hunt that I don't think that the deer don't seem to be overpopulated. Yeah. So they've they've added doe days to where the times when most people are hunting, you can only shoot you cannot shoot a doe. So like the first Two weeks of rifle season in a lot of areas are buck only. Around Thanksgiving's mm-hmm. buck only. And this is areas that I'm seeing 10 or 15 does every time. To- I mean, not every time, but uh, very shot. commonly. So it's like, there again, it's like the times when most of your quote unquote meat hunters are out hunting is buck only. And yeah. they're not going to sit around and wait on a big buck. So it's no. like, I mean, the state is almost, they just encourage young bucks to get killed. I mean, I, you can go on public land in ohio or where anywhere and have a you know have good hunting and have a chance to see a big buck and i mean it can be done in georgia but the- there's a there's a big difference between a state that's you know making you use your own tag to shoot bucks and there's say a two week rifle season or a one week one two week rifle season versus somewhere that's got a three and a half month rifle season that is handing out hundreds of free tags that are buck only that you have such a short window of time to use. Nobody's holding out for like a, yeah, you know, a mature buck or something.
0: Look, The the four on one side rule and all that, that, that is what it is. But, uh, you know, um, (laughs) that's a whole nother topic. But you know, when it comes to, yeah, man, I I agree. I, 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 there really, I don't know how you can even educate. I think there is kind of like what, What's the easiest way to educate people for and let them make them do the right thing? But also, well, I mean,
1: I don't blame them for doing it. If I, you know, if I, if I just wanted some meat for the freezer, oh, no, not at all. No,
0: it's, it's buck only, right? I, I mean, shoot
1: a spike or something, you know, it, and, what it
0: baffles me too, man. If you go to Alabama, what is it like? It's like one buck per day per day. Um, no, I think it's like three or four a year now okay i couldn't remember what it, it was no, i remember now, going in the early
1: dog. 2000s up until like the early 2000s it was a buck a day i was like
0: a buck a day i was like you guys are gonna have a herd left dude who's gonna who's gonna breed the does yeah. i mean but I, I again it worked out i mean some obviously but i mean i was just kind of like a buck a day and then it was like uh it was like oh uh, no more than like three bucks a year uh, uh three does a year i was like I don't know, man. It's, it's so weird, I mean, the logic. I mean, so if
1: your, goal, if your goal is to increase the population, like, you need to let the does live. But, yeah. like, I mean, here in a lot of areas that they're highly restricting doe harvest yeah. seem to be overpopulated, as far as I can tell. Or oh, absolutely. Definitely I,
0: not underpopulated. Definitely. I was shocked when... Uh, if I'm but,
1: seeing 30 deer... I mean, there's counties that I've seen 30, 35, 40 deer in a sit... And they're telling me that, that the deer are underpopulated and we need, uh, we need doe days. And I'm not talking about like looking at a big field. I'm talking about sitting in the woods and seeing 30 deer. That,
0: yeah. That is a huge difference. And like uh, I cause I was shot with Monroe County when I was, when I went up there, they're like, yeah, we have doe days up here. And cause like at the zones that I would hunt, I was hunting. I was like, y'all have doe day still? Like I haven't had to have a hunt of doe day in like nine years or something. I mean, it was, from where like, I can't remember where I was even hunting during that time, those time periods. But one was Houston County. I was like, "There's freaking doe days like uh, here," and, I, and I, I was like, "I can't believe that," you know. So that's
2: like Dooley County though. Dooley County, you had you can't shoot a
0: deer unless it's outside the ears. Yeah, it's Macon County too. They had the yeah. same thing. It was, it's, it's fifteen like inches inch. wide. Was oh, it fifteen? Yeah. Used to be. It used to be like sixteen at sixteen inches or to the ears is what I was always told.
1: Well, it's, fi- it's fifteen inches outside, which is. Generally, most people consider if it's outside the ears, it's probably fifteen inches. Yeah,
0: that's what I would think. We used
1: to hunt Macon County growing up.
0: Yeah, that's what I was always taught. But don't meet the ears. Don't shoot it. <laughs> I was like, Which I mean, that's that's not that's a, a pretty good rule. I think not, a, not a, not a terrible rule. But then if you got a... It, um, then again if you got like a you know nine a six year old you know sidewinder. <laughs> I mean, I
1: think it does. I think it does more good than harm.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, for there's sure. a few
1: WMAs that have it'll be like it's got to be 15 inches or it's got to have like a 16 inch main beam i want to say maybe the whole state just went to that and it might not the be whole state, the whole state but the the uh states that had antler restrictions
0: that might that might not be a bad as again is it the right way you managed here no but it, if it as a as a general rule of thumb it might not be a bad way to go yeah
1: i mean the perfect way would be the deer comes with a uh stamp on a side that has a age I am and nine you say, year,
0: I am five years old and I'm five and a half. <laughs> I'm six right? and a half.
1: But you can't you can't reliably judge deer like Yeah. In the field or even with trail cam pictures, other than you know, having history with one. Like anybody that tells you they can look at a trail cam picture of a deer even and say whether oh, no. he's five or
0: six or if he's four or five. Oh god, that whole debate. I mean, well, you can't do it. Dude, it's kinda like I I I wanna say when we had um I had a got to debate with this guy. He was like, uh, we were hunting the same piece of property or whatever. And he goes, Hey man, look, this deer, we need to let him go. You need to let him go, man. I'm like, he ain't he ain't but he ain't but four and a half. I'm like, dude, we've had pictures of this deer for the past three years. He this deer is old, old. Like I was yeah. like, dude, he's gonna go downhill eventually. You know, he's like, he, he might be, he, I think he's, I thought he was at least seven and a half, but I mean, he, they, they, they do deteriorate after a while too when they get down. I mean, it's proven, yeah. you know, it's like, if you think, I mean, that buck's in his prime at right around five. I mean, and I, and I think, I don't know how long they hold, but. Eventually they they start to go downhill. The They're older they gonna get, are to
1: peak somewhere between like five to seven. Yeah, and then, and they may still have even after seven, they may still have a yeah. couple good years. Oh, absolutely, absolutely.
0: But, but you can you can let a, a pass a deer into crappy yeah. easily. Oh, for sure. You know, and I don't think why I don't know. And, and some people I think you know it's like you know don't don't be completely stupid, man. You know, <laughs> like the deer is worth taking. It's worth taking. Take it. You know. So I. don't know. I, goes into the whole all all the debates of who who thinks what so you know and how they're how they're brought up but yeah well shoot man tanner dude that's it's been awesome i'm so glad you came and and to hang out with us and talk to us on the show and let us uh i don't know talk your ear off you you just talk our ear off it's been great it's been awesome so that i'm I'm looking forward to everybody here in the show so uh dude yeah i I hope you'll get to come back at some point and we are going to go hunt at some point sweet we need to all right man
1: sounds good